What up, lads? We're three deep. It is uh, Monday the 16th. Uh, it snows out, but uh, you better believe we still got the lawn chairs. Damn Let's right get the don't. people going. You're listening to the Lads and Lawn Chairs podcast. Can you believe this weather? Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I'm trying to drive to the studio just... today, Scotty's house, <laughs> and long. my car can barely move out of my driveway. I haven't moved my car in three days because I've just been a hermit on the couch. <laughs> so I've, I've been on... a hermit on the couch just, <laughs> just doing nothing because I, like, I can't even Lots go outside. Hours yeah, <laughs> logging Fortnite and chill hours. I've been grinding the 2K my career, but back to the road. Like, I tried to pull out of my driveway today. Um, like... I get to the end of my street, turn left, and I still realize that like my windshield wipers are stuck. So my wind I have zero visibility. I have to pull into the convenience store, like wipe it off. My hands are just freezing. But you know what? You got you got to do what it takes to to get to the studio on time. <clears throat> Don't want to face that hefty fine. I I luckily wasn't late to the studio because uh, I happen to live in the studio. But you know, the it's, it's yeah, definitely, definitely. It's oh. been. A, it's been a rough couple days, though, for me. And the reason he sounds so fucked up is because <laughs> Scotty just had his wisdom teeth surgery, but he's uh, he's grinding through this, so yep. big ups. Yep. <laughs> big ups, big ups, Scott. <clears throat> Took a handful of pills, and, you know, I'll be ready to go. Well, boys, should we do a couple introductions or what? Yeah, yeah, might as well. yeah. yeah. Um, So for those of you who don't know us already, uh, I'm Ryan McGee. Uh, I'll be your, your navigator through this audio journey. I'm uh, Benjamin Callahan. I just uh, I throw out little tidbits here and there and uh, do what I can to please you guys. So hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. Uh, I'm Michael Semi. I'm just uh, another one of the lads and launchers here. I'm uh, Scotty Wyatt. I'm uh, the audio engineer for this whole operation. Um, I occasionally throw out a stupid uh, idea and uh, comment, but you know, bear with me. Beautifully, beautifully said. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Zach, so- Zach sounds pretty terrible because he's still in London grinding away. Yeah, he's uh, one of the one of the few students on this panel. The rest of us are kind yeah. of washed up. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a student too. Yo, that's one of the few. Yeah, one, yeah, of, the one few. of the few. One of the two, right? <coughs> no, yeah, two. Oh, Scott, two. oh yeah, I was a student. Brock alumni with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a alumni. alumni. One year alumni. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he wasn't feeling the vibes. Yep. Full full time job now. You know, I'm loving it. Okay, don't rub it in. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, boys. Holy no one's stopping fuck. you, bro. We're always yeah, hiring. Make money. Man, what's wrong with the Leafs? Like, yeah, we like it, it had to come. Like, it's actually disgusting yeah. to talk about. Yeah. I mean, we have to talk mouth. about it. We don't want to talk about it because, like, it just makes me sick. But I mean, we got to for the fans, right? So, like, first of all, I, I think like, what's the future of of the D? Because like, watching these two games against definitely an, not Jake Gardner. That's what I have to a, say. against an elite team. Yeah, I think he's gone. Like, he's got to go. Yeah, like watching these two games, it's it's just brutal plays by the D. Whether it's like the power play, the PK, five on five, it's just turnovers, like loose puck battles, not winning them. So uh, like we got to get someone in here to either make the D better or get the guys out that are making the D what it is right now, which is incapable of making them like a, a top five team in the league, yeah. which they're which they're pushing. But it's the D that's holding them back for me for sure. Yeah. 
Gardner is an absolute liability. He is lost on the ice at all times. Probably uh, the worst D zone stick. Zaitsev, ever since he signed that big contract, he's been like a phantom yeah. all yeah. over the ice. I, I don't I don't even know if he's playing or not at this point. Um, Hainsey, he's, he's a good pro, as Babcock says. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's, Hain- ba- that's basically Hainsey. all he has going for him. He just comes to the ring with a smile on his face. But um, yeah, I think Hainsey would have been way more effective if he was utilized better during the regular season. Yeah, yeah. like this like, guy played two minutes straight of every single penalty they killed that they played all all year. He's like how old is he? Almost forty years old. Yeah, I'm sure. Like thirty six, thirty seven. Like, can't expect a guy that that old to literally have to play the amount of minutes that he does night in, night out. An 82 game season and then carry you through the playoffs too. Like it's just unrealistic expectations of this guy since they had him in like to start. And he's never had that role in his career, so I don't know why Babcock yeah. thinks yeah. he can throw he's him top two D. Just like, put, I, I, yeah, you can't just expect him to all of a sudden be that guy. Yeah, Hainsey's not the kind of guy. Like, all right, lads, jump on the back. Let's get her going yeah. for the first round. He's literally a journeyman who like just he got picked up by Pittsburgh at the deadline as like a safety net. For, and for a and penalty kill. He, he played well. Don't like. Don't get me wrong. Like when I watched him, he played well with Pittsburgh in the in the finals and throughout the playoffs. But like, you just can't jump into that role, especially at that point in your career. Maybe if you're like 22, 23, just coming into, coming into the league, like you can take that step. But he can't because like he's just he's played his whole career yeah he's played his whole he's career he's played his whole career as a five six and at least wanted to be like a two three. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. Unrealistic. But there's really no like, one else. He to... probably could have been. Like, it, realistically, if you look at it, like, he probably could have played with Riley. You just have to, like, make him play more conservative minutes. And he's going to be an unreal penalty kill, killer for you. But you can't play him all two minutes every single night. Like, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you can't. You can't. I guess we, we got to point out, too, that we're recording this on a Monday. So, and another thing we got to bring up is, like, mechanics moving up in the lineup. Like how is that? How is that possible? This guy has two assists. He, he's supposed to be he's a good face-off man. He's two? Supposed to be a good face-off yeah. man. Uh, when was the last time he won a draw? Like <laughs> that's all he's here for. He just fourth line like defensive zone face-off guy. He can't even want to draw. Yeah, like watching that game one uh, Saturday night, or was it Thursday? Thursday, yeah, Thursday yeah, was Thursday. game one. Sorry, watching the game one, him out there, one minute left, D zone draw in the second period, and. Uh, and, and they're going up against the first line. Like, Babs, what are you doing? Even, like, like a seven-year-old could notice that that was a brutal coaching move. Like, like, what, like, why do you have the fourth line out there with Plakanis, Kapanen, and Komarov yeah. against one of the best lines yeah, in hockey? Yeah, Komarov playing with Nylander and uh, Matthews. Oh yeah, well, that was, that was a game okay. two issue. I love, I love Babcock, but, like, some of the things, like, he does, like... It doesn't matter how good of a player he has, if he ha- if he has someone that he likes that isn't as good as someone else, he's gonna play the guy he likes. Like he picks his favorites oh, from day one. Rides. Definitely, he yeah. rides the old guys that just love what they do. Doesn't matter how good they are, um, and he just he rides them the entire year. Yeah. Uh, quick interjection, boys. Uh, like uh, OC was saying earlier, we're watching this on a Monday night, and uh, the Leafs just buried. So. Yeah. Get going. Big news. Off to, news. Yeah. Off to a good start. I'm juiced right now. Yeah. I'm juiced right now. Fine. Yeah. Is that JVR? Being absolutely just like non-existent. Yeah, JVR. Like yeah. This power play is just being absolutely non-existent through these last two games. You look at last game, the amount of shots that they had and the amount of chances that they had on Boston through the first two periods was just ridiculous. And then Boston just still up 4 nothing after the first period. Like, if you don't have that many power play opportunities, you should be at least getting like 
you got to at least get one out of something. Like, no. yeah. Those, so those at, least they're, at least they're scoring tonight. Like, yeah. Speaking of JVR, where do you guys see him standing uh, as we, he approaches free we, agency? We've got that queued up for later, though, no? Ask oh, we could, we could touch it now. We, we, we we're on touch the subject of JVR just burying. Like, but we got to give credit to uh, whoever uh, asked the question, right? Uh, Gall- Chris Gallagher threw out that question. Oh, that was a question. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. asked yeah. for we should, question. We'll, 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 we'll tease later. it and we'll save it for okay, later. Okay, let's yeah? do that. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, t- going back to the power play, we're watching it now. They just scored a power play goal. Like, if it's if there's something that's going to get them back in the series, it's got to be that power play. Because, like, yeah. it was a top five d- dynamic power play in the league. They got two great units. And, like, they got to use them. Even though Kadri's going to be off the unit for a couple games, they got to use those to... Uh, like get them back in games and get them back in the series because like that's going to be one of the driving factors, especially against Boston, who's like a pretty physical team, going to take penalties, going to try and agitate. You got to be able to bury on that power play to get some momentum for sure. Yeah, yeah and uh, Simon, you were telling me earlier that Marshawn had an interview and he basically said like the Leafs are just getting the bounces or they're not getting any yeah, bounces. Yeah, I saw I saw him have an interview and he basically said like a couple bounces that go their way and there's an easily a one-one series. Like that he even said yeah. like the set, game two. Like, they had way more zone time than Boston did. Like, the score yeah. didn't, doesn't reflect, like, what that game Well, you look at you look at game two, uh, it was it was one nothing, and Boston had a power play, and Cappy goes down on a, uh, yeah. like, a shorthanded breakaway and hits the post. Yeah, post. Yeah. Like, if he buries that, that's, that a, changes, one, that's that a one-one one game. game right yeah, right. change the momentum. You probably kill that off, get back to five-on-five five and work. But I think instead, I don't know if they scored, but, you know, I don't know if they scored on that power play, but they just yeah they did yeah they did so they ended up running away with the game after that yeah. so I mean yeah it's a game of bounces but at least they also gotta they need more from their stars too yeah they gotta capitalize and yeah. need more I mean, from like, their game stars game one was just a complete write off like the Leafs played absolute garbage There's, there was nothing you can take out of that that would say they were in good position or they could have won that game but game two I mean I think Marshawn with what they said like his cop no I think we uh, I think we lost Philly there yeah. All right. Well, phone reception. <laughs> hey, go, going back to the weather, another thing. Yeah. yeah those and maybe the, the, the studio cut them off. The studio yeah. doesn't have the best reception. Yeah. yeah, yeah Sorry about that, fellas. We're up, we're up high in the sky here <laughs> yeah. in the studio. <clears throat> Sixth floor of the old, uh, the old apartment. Oh, got you, you back Philly? here, Philly? Philly? We're good. I'm back. All right, we're good. You remember what you were saying or no? Good shit. What were you saying? My bad. Uh, I don't remember. All right, well, so while we can't remember, while we can't remember, uh, what are we drinking today, boys? Bush good ice. Bush ice. Yeah. The, good, the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just piss, but... Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely mean, not a premium one. No, the price is right. <laughs> the price is right. Oh, yeah. definitely. The uh, price is right for university, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, any absolutely. any it's university like 20 bucks guys for a that pack. are uh, going, out, yeah, going out to get <clears> some <throat> brews for, for a pre, Bush ice is, is definitely can't a go good wrong. option. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Shameless plug, Bush ice. Sponsor us. 5v5 action. Oh, yeah, not bad at all. And at sh- 0 to 10, shocking worthy. What, what are you saying here? Solid 8.8. Really? That, that yeah, low? Yeah. I don't know, well, I'm not going to say it's low, but I'm not going to say... Well, it's pretty high. Like, 8.8 is well, pretty high. Okay, okay. No, I, I, but, say, I was going to say a 9, but if you're throwing yeah. 8.8... Well, point, <laughs> I don't know. Two difference. I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, for shotgun, it's a little bit, like, it's, it's really rich and sweet, so, like... Though, so like, shotgun, you just basically open your mouth and or open your mouth and just down the hatch. Like, I don't know. I think that comes for me. It's like, I don't know, plays a little bit of effect, but you know, it's still a great, you just know, provides a great rating. challenge for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I give it a nine. I think it's, it's shocking worthy Mandatory for sure. Tall boy. But yeah, especially a tall boy <laughs> gives you a great challenge. And uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Can't complain with those uh, those points. Just you know to, what? Uh, Lads and launchers, yeah. uh, beer review every week. Um, so tune in. Uh, offer DM suggestions. Any uh, any beverages we should indulge. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll be glad to uh, give give us give you our uh, thoughts on it. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can get some sponsors in the future. Uh, <laughs> Rouge River Brewery on Bullock and Markham, our hometown. <laughs> yeah, any any, uh, any local uh, craft breweries that just want to want to jump in, get some free publicity, we we'd be pretty down for that. So absolutely, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, well, we're not saying no. So. Yeah, we're, we're literally <laughs> we're not, saying not saying no to anything. So if you hear this and you want, you want to sponsor us, yeah, literally. I don't know about free publicity. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't mind a little change our pockets, but. Yeah, you know, we're, we're just a we're, we're, little this small. This is episode one. Episode one. Come small on, Small ship. Small ship in a big sea right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so going back to, like, the other series, even, even staying with, like, the Leafs, I think we have to talk about Pasternak and that line on Boston. Oh my God. Pasternak has at this point nine points. Nine points in two games. That that line has twenty points Ridiculous. put together in two games. It's like if the if the Leafs have any chance, other than like their power play, like OC said, if they have any chance of winning the series, they need to shut down at least one of the guys on that line. It's 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 just like peewee hockey out there. Yeah, like it's, 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 like, it's like he's like literally shinnick, he's just know, like the guy that just t- gets the puck and just that whole line is just like one line that just gets the puck. And dominates men against boys. Dude, it's, it's Timbits hockey, the A yeah. line, B line, and C line. <laughs> yeah. like you have all the guys who can kind of skate and maybe flick the puck above the knee. <laughs> oh, A line, get out there, boys! And it's just yeah. like they're untouchable right now. And Bab- Babcock's trying to line match the C yeah. line versus the A line. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a bunch of honest hockey players. It's literally A line, B line, C line. And your coach is throwing at the A line, and your your uh, your coach is hungover from the night before. <laughs> He's throwing up the C line against the A line. Like that's really what's going on. Like yeah. it's a joke. Dude, like you know what? High school hockey. Yeah, it's another another shameless. That's so, yeah. Well, well, what is that story from? Uh, we went to uh, Bill Crothers Secondary School in Markham. Um, I I unfortunately wasn't on the team that year uh, for various reasons, but. Uh, Conflict of interest. We didn't see, didn't seeing eye to eye. Yeah. But anyway, so we had some uh, some of my buddies, a uh, couple on the lads and lawn chairs panel here. We're playing for a coach. Um, we won't name any names, but the other team was trapping. So I've heard in one of their wire double H championship <laughs> games. And and go on to finish the story. Finish the story. Let's hear it. The story. You want yeah, the story? You want so the real so story? Basically, <laughs> you want the full story? You sure. Uh, so basically, he came in second intermission. Maybe yeah, second intermission. And he, he basically goes, yeah, boys, um, I'm seeing that they're playing a uh, bit of a trap here, so... Yeah, but, yeah, but hold on, hold on. That's <laughs> after we acknowledged it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- that is true. That's yeah. after we started it ourselves. They're playing trap. We said it's a hit. Oh. Philly? It's cutting out a little bit. Technical difficulties. My bad, boy. Are you here or what? Yeah, yeah you're, you're good. good. I can't, I can't control going. this, folks. Keep sorry. going. Okay. Sorry, I was just saying that that was, he acknowledged, or he mentioned the trap after we already acknowledged it to him, so it wasn't even him who pointed it at. I don't, I don't even think he knew what a trap was, but <laughs> anyways, he comes in, he says, boys, I, I, you know what, they're, they're playing the trap out there, best thing to do, you just, you just gotta figure out how to beat it. That, <laughs> that, that really hit home with us, I think we came, came out in the third, and <laughs> yeah. everyone that touched the pocket was just a one-man show. Yeah, it was pretty much our good buddy, Hudson Lambert, <laughs> just, just grabbing the puck behind the, the net, show. and uh, yeah, commit. friend of the show, Kinesis Commit, and uh, he just grabbed the puck, I stopped it from behind the net, he grabbed it and just went end-to-end, and uh, tried his best to score. <clears throat> I think we did end up winning the game, though, so. 
Yeah, you guys yeah, definitely figured it out. Then. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, did. definitely. Yeah. I think well, that's basically we what figured did. it out. I think I think it was the, a big part of it was uh, the double A line, uh, uh, the coach's favorite line. Right, I'm not right. gonna, it's, yeah, it's I'm not gonna any names, but um, yours truly was on it. We are the shutdown line. Uh, resembles uh, Nazem Kadri's line. What a C line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can, can we get back into some NHL talk? Yeah, here? NHL topics. Vegas yeah. Golden Knights. Holy shit! Wow. Holy shit. Most, <laughs> most exciting team to watch by far. That they game? are so fast and so skilled. That game is literally like when you when you turn up the uh, like I forget the game what the speed yeah the, the game, game speed in NHL yeah, yeah you when you turn the arcade. game speed up to a hundred hitting and power yeah, hitting power to hundred and you got to turn down the other team's hitting power to yeah it's no it's that's literally what it is it's just two teams running like skating a hundred miles an hour like with the puck like it's insane I've never seen hockey yeah, but I don't know what it is insane. that Vegas team man like going into the season no one gave them a chance whatsoever yeah. like the, people were saying oh this team sucks like they're gonna be last in the league. No one was giving them a chance, like, but all these guys, like these young guys, kind of were written off by their old clubs, and they yeah. come in with a chip on their shoulder and something to prove. Young William guys, Carlson, guys. six goals to 40, 42, 41 this year, yeah. something like that. Like, dude, yeah, like it's incredible. It's it's everyone. It's it's Carlson. It's Neil. It's David Perron. I think he's, he's back from injury now. Right? Lineup. Shea Theodore has been a stud. He's a yeah. young D, but he yeah. he's disgusting. I mean, they got solid D man. Theodore Schmidt Miller. Yeah. Like those guys are unreal, and they've been carrying. And like, gotta mention the goalie too, Flurry. Yeah. Like, Flower. yeah, he's in a rock back there for them. And like, hope I, I want to see it keep going as Same long man, as possible. There have been years in the past where Flurry's kind of like finished this regular season yeah, strong. Shaky in the play. Yeah. Well, first first round or so, like kind of yeah. like those just years, a slow decline where like yeah. the first round was kind of a little unsure, and then they just downhill. Those years against won. Columbus, like yeah. it, was, it was like 2012, 2013. He was just getting. Build in the playoffs, yeah, yeah, and playing brutal. How about uh, Philly Pittsburgh boys? What do you guys think? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't find any of the series really entertaining besides like the Leafs, obviously, because we love them, and yeah. like a couple others, but like they've all been blowouts, like it's been 2 yeah. yeah, 0. I don't understand how like the Philly Pittsburgh series at all. Like, yeah, Pittsburgh comes in, wins 7 nothing, then gets blown out like 4 1 or 5 1. And then comes back and blows Philly out five one. That's probably it's, the, like, it's weird, the weirdest playoff series that I can yeah, in recent memory for me anyways. Yeah, like, like that, that. Like, I don't yeah. know how that's the, possible the, at the, the NHL the, level too. Yeah. Like every game's supposed to be kind of competitive and like yeah. it's not even like one sided. It's just a blowout one a one way and then blow it another way and it just makes no sense to me. Like how yeah. is this happening? And then uh, like Winnipeg too, the same thing. Like the first two games weren't really blowouts, but. But like they, Winnipeg Minnesota, dominated them. Minnesota couldn't even get out of their own end. Yeah, and then the Minnesota game. comes back, back last night. Yeah, six two. Six. Like, like what's they going on? Like three goals in five minutes in, in yeah. the second period, and the game's over. Dude, Eric Stahl in Minnesota. He's another guy that's having yeah. like a great yeah. year. Yeah. Oh yeah. For was sure. it second in the, second in the league or third in the league in goals or something? Yeah. Like he was up there, there in goals, five, top five for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And but. Other than this year, this guy's kind of been a ghost recently. Uh, eight years between forty goal seasons. That's like, a good yeah. stat. Yeah, that's an unreal stat. Yeah, I think I think uh, he was like he's only the second player to do it since uh, Yarmir Yager. Yeah, which is pretty insane. That's his Yarmir. Pretty good company. Was, was dabbling in the K, <laughs> just <laughs> doing doing random stuff it over there that the we don't really know about. Trini, Trini, the only reason he did that too, you know why, is so he could get out of his gambling debt. Yeah. Wait, what? Dude, what is this? I feel like he's right he's now. just an undercover sicko, man. Like, Dude, this I don't know what that guy does in his personal life. Apparently, used to have like such bad gambling debt that uh, his NHL contracts like weren't covering it. So he, because like they get paid a lot more when they go back to the K, right? Yeah. So 
but he like went back there so that he could just get paid a lot more money so he could pay off his debts. Dude, I think like, that. Go on, go on. That's like one of the only reasons. Like that was one of the main reasons why he's still playing. Yeah, probably. Honestly, he, he, I've seen this video on YouTube, like like NHL 48 or whatever, and he's just skating around. Oh, I have such a passion for the game, but you know, 100, this guy is just such a degenerate. Just grinding Man, the, for his personal. Dude, biggest biggest power move ever, though. Yager, like 40 years old or however the hell old he is, lying in bed with the 18 year old model, and she's like trying to blackmail him. He's like, go ahead, post the picture. Yeah, that's I hilarious. You see that pop up every like six months. On yeah, this, yeah. Just... I used to just get a nice chuckle. On the, yeah, on the team that yeah he was playing with like oh. his teammate. yeah i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like did you guys watch the first two games in winnipeg like i couldn't, yeah i, I watched couldn't, <clears throat> i couldn't believe like the noise level when minnesota scored literally zero it, yeah. it was like a beer yeah, league it was a beer league game on a tuesday when they scored like there's not one Minnesota Wild fan in the building. Like, I'd love to play there. And they're not even that far away, which is like... Yeah, I know. Which yeah, is really close. close to I know. Really close. The whiteout that they have in Winnipeg oh, is just it's ridiculous. It's insane. Like, going, going to play in a, a road game there is probably so intimidating yeah. for like, it, Minnesota. It, First of all, it's probably minus 18 right now. Yeah. Like, it just yeah. sucks. Oh, we got to fire up. So I'll figure out what the weather is there. But yeah, yeah, straight sure. from the Holiday Inn right to the rink. The local Motel 6. Motel 6. Yeah. Dude, that would suck, but uh, yeah, hell of an atmosphere there. Uh, not, not, we're, like while we're on the topic, let's just get into it. We got a couple other other NHL barns that like you would just love to play for that team going into the playoffs. Like, what team has a great atmosphere that you could just going into playoffs? Go, well, now that we're in playoffs, I mean, I'd say Nash- Nashville, Winnipeg for <clears> sure. Yeah, I, Nashville, Nashville, Winnipeg are my one and two. Nashville when they're whipping around those yeah, catfish yeah, or whatever the hell those are. I think Toronto is well, <clears throat> definitely yeah. up there. Same with Boston. Like both. In my opinion, both Toronto and Boston, well, as a series-wise, is, is you know two tough barns and yeah, the, yeah, and both atmospheres are crazy. Like Boston atmospheres, are, they're nuts when it comes yeah. to the Bruins or just sports in general. But like they they just take it like a step further. There's yeah. a bunch of drunk Irish. Literally, no, yeah. literally, it's like <clears throat> dirt cheap and like the beer is like five bucks for like a full like pint. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's pretty awesome. I know, too. Did you hear these yeah. guys in game one? <clears throat> They're chanting, we want the cup, game one of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they that's chant just, in that's game just two. too much. That's but just Pittsburgh much. is like, it, it's so loud, and like they've had that winning pedigree for two years now, so like the people really get up for it. Like yeah. I think it's pretty underrated in terms of like best barns in the league for <clears throat> playoffs for sure. Man, once they the win- only thing is about Pittsburgh is that they might, they might uh, I feel like they're kind of like creeping into like New England territory. Where their fans are just gonna like take it for granted, like yeah, like imagine being a little kid growing up watching the Penguins, like in your like yeah. formative years of learning about hockey, like you're you just from... think it's so normal, like yeah, yeah, yeah like, like no appreciation for gross. like yeah, I know, yeah, dude, they... like when, growing up watching hockey, like I was just like in tears just watching the Leafs, just heartbroken every year. <laughs> But man, we got little kids in Alaska, Roman James Marcotte or whatever that kid is. <laughs> just a Penguins diehard fan since birth. All he's ever known is just like the Penguins spanking. Just sit in the boys. Yeah. yeah. And Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil Recently. Yeah. Re- Recently. Recent, Recently. Recent edition. We know, we know the, uh, the other Uncle Phil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. The... <laughs> We're talking about the Fresh Prince, Uncle Phil? No. <laughs> no, that's a creative mind right there. Though. No, I was talking about the Toronto. The Toronto Phil Kessel. Just, oh, okay. just pre-Pittsburgh hot era. Hot dog Phil. Yeah, hot dog yeah, he Phil. Was a good one, Randy. Good one. Different breed in Toronto, yeah, honestly. He was. 
Still a point per game player on like a really shit team though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't even like that. They weren't even that they shit were when he was there. They, they were pretty, pretty brutal. Well, they made the playoffs. He, 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 he didn't first round of the playoffs. The, the end of his tenure just was not good. He was uh, he was top ten in scoring. I think every single year he's in drama. Yeah, no, he's a he's an unreal player, unreal he's a talent. How that guy moves that nature. weight on him, like oh yeah, it's yeah, he's a, he is a freak of nature. Like Scotty said it best. Like I don't know how he plays the way he does, and like just his work ethic is yeah. so minimal that. He literally just gets by on like I've, sheer talent. I've heard stories of Phil like coming into main camp when he hasn't touched a touched the ice or or lifted a weight all summer, and he comes in can like outlift anyone on the team in the weight room and can like outskate anyone just right through main camp. He hasn't touched a weight, hasn't gone on the ice <laughs> once. He's just pure natural skill. Yeah, that's, Dude, that's just yeah, that's incredible. But there's always <laughs> those, like one or two guys who just dominate the fitness testing. Like I've heard like Zidane Ochara in Boston is obviously a horse. Oh um, yeah, six nine. Yeah, I've heard Roman Polak is just a, a just an oh, animal God. in the fitness Slovakian testing as well. Bear. Yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly, he dude. Is. But yeah, man, uh, going back to the training camps and like just the Great Barns atmospheres to be a part of. Um, I was on Instagram today, and like once I heard about David Perron like coming back from injury, I go to his Instagram page and like I scroll down to his days when he was on the pens, and he posted something from training camp, and like the barn was packed, man. I guess they were fresh off like a Stanley Cup win from the year before. But, like, first day of training camp, and this guy's post, like, the rink was just, like, standing room only. Like, it was insane. And in Toronto, like, the practice isn't, like, anything like that. Like, no one really no one really cares until it's, like, playoff time. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that's insane is, like, when they go out east or, like, they I think they did Niagara this year. They do, like, yeah, they, oh, like, they yeah, usually okay. do Niagara. Yeah, it's, it's pretty packed. But, yeah, yeah there's well, not, like, practice. Well, that's because those fans are deprived of, like, yeah, like, they're deprived of uh, pro hockey, yeah. like NHL hockey. Not pro hockey, but well, NHL I'm sure they can hockey. make the trip, but like not everyone like, who who wants to see the Leafs is going to miss like was yeah. it two and a half hours? Well, two well for Niagara, there's a lot of um, uh, Buffalo fans because yeah, it's literally yeah. right on the border. Yeah, I played with so the guy like, this year who's from like uh, Port Erie, Fort Erie, Fort Erie, Fort Erie. Yeah, 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 Fort Erie, and he's a huge Sabres fan. Shout out Bryce Martin, former Tig, <laughs> Cougalum. Anyways, boys, a bit of a different topic, but I was just, I was just uh, like sitting around today because we had a, we had a snow day for college, so I didn't go to class. And I was watching this Andre the Giant documentary on YouTube. Man, it, like it's insane. I was like, it was honestly such a good watch. I recommend it to anyone, even if like you don't like. I don't even like wrestling, but <laughs> it just kind of it kind of popped up on my. Uh, because this guy's like supposed to be like the greatest drinker of all time. I've heard that. That's the greatest that. drinker. Yeah, yeah this dude. guy can just throw him back like nobody's yeah, business. He's like, I like to his, see him go up against his organs are, Scotty Wyatt. Yeah, his organs uh, are just no, like... No, that might be a... Good his organs are just like hey, abnormally... Name the time and place. Abnormally huge. Like, he's just like... He's a, obviously a freak of nature, but like, like his body was just so big that like he could apparently drink like over 100 beer a night. Like... Four or five bottles of wine. Hundred beer yeah, a night. Wow. No, yeah. no, no. There was a there was a story. I think. I saw. I I think I've read the same thing. Hundred and eight beers in one sitting. Yeah, and apparently, like, he just he gets like really tipsy, like. Well, dude, like, yeah. imagine having like, 100, that guy 108 the bar. beers. I imagine going out with that guy just the night on the town with the lads, and like yeah. Andre the Giant just has a few too many, a few hundred too many. <laughs> I feel and like you got to carry this guy. Like, can't make it to the cab. Like, he's just blackout. And you gotta find a way to haul his what, like five? No, what is it? Like eight hundred pounds? How much? No, is he's like five hundred pounds. Five hundred. But that Jesus was a story Christ. in the documentary. Apparently, he he drank so much at the bar one night that like at the hotel bar that he just passed out in the lobby, and the Good hotel night. the hotel manager was just like, 
Get what a do I do? Left. Yeah, what and do at I do? At that point, you just leave him. Honestly. He's just like, like he's just like, himself. yeah, he's just like, what do I do? And then the, like, uh, one of the other wrestlers that was there with him, he's just like, I don't know, you're going to have to call, like, AAA or something. Just, like, <laughs> get this guy out of the lobby. So, <laughs> apparently, they just left him the whole night and just let him sleep in the I lobby. So. And then he just woke up the next day and That's got incredible. him. Yeah, but he's just Dude, a... this guy is seven foot four, five hundred and twenty pounds. Jesus yeah, they Christ. said his they said his height player. might have been a bit exaggerated, but still, like he was over seven feet for sure. So yeah, he's just he's just a specimen. Like that's probably more than any of us could drink in one night. Large home oh, too. Yeah, like combined. One hundred and eight. I, I, I that's that's Fault. borderline death. Yeah. Actually, that probably is death. Not for him. Well, no, we're everyone else. Yeah. No, I meant combined. Dude, I couldn't even get close. Oh, to combined. Yeah, combined. Yeah. Yeah. combined? Ah, you know what? Yeah, touch it. Leafs win this playoff. Series. <laughs> yeah. Leafs win this playoff series. <laughs> we'll give her a best shot. That's twenty-five each. I don't know. I, I don't think that's, that's I don't reachable. Think that, no, there's oh. zero chance. Wait, yeah. is this throughout the day or like one sitting? Yeah, maybe day, day drinking. Like literally a full full bender. Yeah, day drinking, but not like, like starting not, at like not one ten o'clock to. Not one sitting, just a five not, hour, not five one, hour not one lads launch chairs podcast, ER. that's for sure. Straight chugging, yeah. just no stops. <laughs> oh, God. Just get the funnel down your throat and just constant pouring. Anyways, boys. <laughs> but honestly, going back to, like, to the documentaries, man, I'm a huge documentary guy now. Like, yeah. Now oh, that yeah. Like, I've like, just timed it. <laughs> Educated. Dude, oh, keep, keep the brain, uh, keep the brain activated. Yourself. Food for thought. Love that. Yeah. Dude, have, uh, what other documentaries have you seen recently other than... Have you seen The Cove? Dude, was that the dolphin slaughtering? Yeah, yeah I have. Oh. I think I saw that in grade 9 geography. Man, I did, a, I did an elementary school yeah. speech on that, geography. the speech yep. competition. Really? Yeah, killed it. How'd Made it, it to the gym. Just yeah. Lost. Came grade, third. grade 9? I did dolphin slaughtering in like grade elementary school. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do remember that. And I did... Uh, <clears throat> there's another one, uh, kind of similar like marine life thing. Not not a fish guy. I don't know. Not, not a weirdo. But uh, I just like those documentaries. Like Shark Water, they cut the fins off of the sharks and like they dump shark their bodies. Soup. Shark fin soup, man. They they love it in like Asia. We're getting a lot of hate from the fish guys, eh? Yeah. You, you, just, call, <laughs> yeah. you just call them fish weirdos. guys are weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're 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 good people. They're pe- they are people too. <laughs> no, but sorry, fish guys. I don't know. I'm I'm a big into the sports documentaries. Like honestly, I watched the one on Netflix, Amateur. Like eh, it wasn't that great. I watched it with uh, Joey, and he he hated it. But like, I know it's just about no it's just uncultured it's swine. Just, yeah, it's it's a, <laughs> it's about the YouTube basketball era of like young like fourteen year old kids making mixtapes and That's getting like That's a million stuff. views. Yeah. But like, I don't know it was it was kind of cheesy. It was cheesy and corny how they did. It. Like they could have done a better job with it for sure. But yeah, I um, mean, sorry, sorry to interrupt. One yeah. other documentary I've seen. Um, there's another fish one. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, it's called Blackfish, and it's about like oh, the, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the orcas. The orcas, yeah, world. yeah. Great, great documentary. Then last one, not a fish one. Uh, it's called Twenty Feet from Stardom, and it's about like backup singers and like how they're just overshadowed yeah, and like I heard of that. they have like gr- beautiful voices. Like it's it's just incredible. Angelic. Yeah, angelic. It's amazing. And Rapture, Rapture is good too. <laughs> Rapture is good. Logic, Logic, the logic one. I saw one the and, yeah, the Logic one. I saw the a boogie with a hoodie. That yeah. one's good. That one's good. For me, I'm for some reason I'm really into like <clears throat> kind rom-coms? of like sorry rom coms. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, rom com guy. When the moods when the moods so right I, when the so moods underrated. right. But like interviews almost. So like my favorite is comedians in cars getting coffee, and I don't know if something about that show is just like 
I don't know, just the whole aesthetic that of it. That is a good show. I do like that show. But like, I've never, heard never of it. seen it. <clears throat> You've never seen it? It's with so okay. Jerry it's Seinfeld. Seinfeld, right? Yeah. I've heard of and it. And he brings like, like comedians on and there's like Barack Obama, but like it's not even like really like a comedy show. Like it, there's like humor in it, but it's basically like these comedians that like um, that basically tell about story, like tell stories on how like where they've come from and like their way getting up and stuff like that. But like just the whole feel of it is just like, I don't know. It's super like chill. Every time, right? Sorry. It's like a different car. Every yeah, time. yeah, and it's always like really in. luxurious, like what a hard fancy old. cars. But like, then I found out like a few weeks ago that that show is getting sued. Like Jerry Seinfeld is getting sued for that show. Didn't own any of the cars. Stole <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Straight off. No, supposedly, lot. supposedly it was stolen. The idea, because he, he came, because it wasn't always Nef- on Netflix. It was like a web show. Like I, I know there was some on YouTube, but like I don't know where the main like. Um, you know, outlet of, of where it was, but, um, supposedly like this was like filmed a, a lot of them were filmed like in like 2012 even, but like supposedly it's been like stolen or like Jerry Fe- Seinfeld, um, stole for someone and he's getting sued for like, I don't even know how much money, but like, I know he doesn't enough, even get that much money. money. Well, he, he only makes like, like a quarter of a million dollars per episode, oh, only. but like for Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> How yeah. many seasons Only. do they have? Like, I think there's like three, three seasons, three seasons, four. Three seasons, and there's like 10, 10 12 yeah, uh, ones, but apparently the guy, the guy's soon for from Seinfeld too. Well, yeah, Lots that's what I mean. But, career and yeah. <clears throat> but movies, apparently, movie, what a film that was. This, this guy's gunning for the whole everything. You better lawyer up, asshole, because I'm not coming back for thirty percent. I'm coming back for everything. He wants all his money for it because supposedly it was stolen. So I thought that was kind of funny, but it's a great show. Um, I, I'm pissed at Netflix. Like I go on there every day, and like I feel that like they don't update their content enough. Like that's what you gotta get. They really don't. Netflix. I'm getting bored lately. It. Yeah, like yeah, need a I go on there every day just because like I'm Whatever bored after I'm after I'm done school. I want to watch something just for like an hour, like sit back, relax. And like, there's not enough like good movies on there. Like I run through them so fast. Yeah, yeah the, amount of, the amount of series I'm like halfway through because of Netflix is insane. It's yeah, actually yeah. sickening. Yeah, I know. I have watched so much television that I haven't finished, and like I don't know, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. They just, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they, they need to. They're making so much money. They need to update their content way more in yeah, Canada. Least, like obviously we're, we're getting like shit luck or whatever because we're we're Canadian, but I love being Canadian. But besides, best point, country like, in the world. Yeah, best oh, country yeah. in the world. But the states obviously has better Netflix. But I mean, they got to do something for Canada here. Get us <clears throat> a couple more movies because like. I've seen everyone six times. Yeah, I know. I've seen everyone. I I'm rewatching them now. Like literally, <laughs> most most shows. I can most quote shows them word rewatch. for word. Yeah. I mean, it's the way she goes. But uh, speaking of content, that's just kind of consistent. Lads and launchers, we don't disappoint. Once a week, Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah Wednesdays. we bring the heat. We bring the heat once a week, and uh, look for us every Wednesday. What are we What are we up now on Apple Apple Podcasts? iTunes. Now? iTunes. Just uh, searching lads and launchers. Yeah, it should come yeah, up. Apple Yep. Yeah, we're in the podcast app too, right? Money moves. Yeah, that like yeah, yeah. just go into uh, the app, podcast app, and uh, type in Legend Lawn Chairs, and she got her whole feed and everything. If you don't want to do that, check out uh, SoundCloud, Lads and Lawn Chairs as well, and uh, yeah, good show. You'll find good us show. every week Wednesdays. So we've talked about NHL teams in the playoffs, obviously. How about the teams that haven't made the playoffs? Just bottom feeders. What like your top or your bottom three teams? I guess. Um, in this instance, and like, what do they need to do to rebuild? I mean, I think Buffalo, they've, they've just got to like blow it up. Like, I, I don't know how, but like, you got to start detracting pieces from that team because, like, 
what they have obviously isn't working. Like I, I like Eichel. He's he's obviously not like in that top tier. I don't think he's in like McDavid or Matthews territory personally. That's just my opinion. But like he's still a, a great player. He's gonna be a great player in the league. So like keep him. And then like I, I think they could use even though I don't want Dalene to go there, they could use him the most because their D is so weak. They like, have Ristolainen, yeah, but have, other than that, it's like it's and like I don't even think he's middle that stat, great. Middle stat, Reinhardt. How's Reinhardt doing after the? He, he, uh, I think Alex he, Nealander. He's doing Nealander okay. Too, man. Like, yeah. Buffalo is a good core of young guys a coming good, up. Good yeah, young forward core. Yeah, that, they, that they should be fine. Plus, like yeah. Oposo, like if he stays there, like he's a good player. Oh, another one for the Leafs. Just that, keep keep going. <laughs> guys like Oposo and. <clears throat> Like, other than that, like, obviously Eichel, but I found that Eichel, like, is coming into the NHL his first couple of years, he's trying to trying to be, a, like, a more physical presence out there. Like, yeah. he's kind of becoming a dirty player. Like, obviously not, not like, Rafi Torres dirty. God bless his heart. But, <laughs> like, he's, he's, like, I don't know. I've seen him throw some questionable hits. And, like, I don't yeah. know. He's just got to... I, I guarantee you, obviously, he's frustrated from his shitty teams and the shitty seasons he's had. But, like, this guy's just got to play his game and... and just hope management figures their shit out because yeah. they they do have a good core of players like like Eichel like Ryan O'Reilly like Oposo Ristolainen but they just like they can't seem to other than that like it's a significant drop off on their team yeah I saw Ryan O'Reilly well, they also have a really tough goalie situation too, yeah they right? like, yeah. they've never been able to have somebody Leonard's go in working. there and be able to like actually like play for them like do a good job back there and at least bail them out a couple times like. If things aren't going well for the team, it's typically really not going well in net, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. They don't really have a guy who can steal a game for them. That's one area where the Leafs significantly improve with Freddie Anderson. He's been an absolute stud, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, you can't win a championship with a goalie that has a gigantic neck tattoo. Like, I, like, I, it, I, says, I, it says make I'm, reasonable yeah, choices. I, I'm a tattoo. Like, I don't mind tattoos. If they're, if they're reasonable, they look good. But, like, that is just... That's just not one that I enjoy looking at. And especially he has no neck guard or anything. So it's just like, it's just literally just right it. there on the back <laughs> of his neck. And it's just, it looks brutal. And like, for those of you who don't know, uh, Benjamin O'Callaghan's a, a goaltender. So yeah. he's passionate about Retired. Yeah, I'm passionate about the, the goalie look. And goalie that's, that's just not one for me, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think like I've, I've heard uh, Ryan O'Reilly say with obviously the Sabres like, struggles that he just lost his passion for the game. Like throughout the season, like he just says, I don't like hockey anymore. Basically, what he said. So like Buffalo, figure your shit out. To to a point like that, after you played like all those years in Buffalo, though, right? Yeah. Well, he didn't move to Buffalo that long ago. That's the thing. He He was was in Colorado like four years ago. Yeah, and they were a dumpster fire too. While he was there, so he's he's jumped to two like burning ships. But hopefully, he can turn around. Like he seems like a good guy, and he's a he's a great player. Like. He just does people, an absurd amount of coke and runs his uh, car through the Tim Hortons drive <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, besides that, but like... Uh, Dude, I, true story. Sorry to interrupt. True story. In the uh, OJ Showcase this year, we're like getting into the Buffalo Key Bank Center rink. We get to the elevator doors. Buffalo's practicing like above or below us, one of them. And we press the elevator button to go up. Elevator door opens and there's Ryan O'Reilly standing there on the skate guards with the little wheels on the bottom. No. And he's like, oh, what's up, boys? And he comes cruising out with those no. rollerblade skate guards. Retired What a now. beauty. What a beauty. Yeah, those are, those are like what you see in uh, Might and Novice. But, I mean, whatever helps you get around, I guess. It's, it's a huge <laughs> complex. He's got to go to multiple rinks. So. But I, I think for me, like, I don't know. Who do you guys think has the better younger core? Like, is it Arizona or Buffalo? Buffalo. You think it's Without Buffalo? I, I, I've got to agree to it. Like, yeah. I... 
I think it's uh, Arizona. Yeah, I think it's Arizona. Like, I think with the... Like, I think Domi can be a player. They got Strom in the AHL. They got Dude, I don't think Strom's going to pan out the way people Kre- think. They got Clayton Keller. Dude, I think, right I think now, Strom like... is just going to be too slow for the NHL. But I think that... I don't know. I he just gets points everywhere he goes. Yeah. Like you, you can't doubt yeah, him until no, there's no until, denying that. Yeah, he everywhere he goes. Like I see the same. Everyone sees the same thing that like we see that he just looks way too slow. But everywhere he goes, he, he gets, gets points. There, yeah, yeah. He and, gets where he needs to get. Yeah, he yeah. He's just a. He's he, not the strongest skater, but like the guy gets gets to the good spots and he can rip the puck too. Yeah, he's just a smart hockey player and and, and a good point producer. So I mean, we'll see. And like Simony said, they got Keller. I think, I think oh, he finished with yeah, third in rookie color. points this, yeah. this season. Yeah. They trade away Duclair, though. Third in rookie points on a, on a what, bottom three team? Like, yeah. yeah. I like think they were second or third. Yeah. I know Buffalo was last. I think it was between <clears throat> them and Edmonton for second. Yeah, he's, I can't remember. He's, he's the real deal. He's sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. No, I think Arizona for sure. Just because, I, I, and I think they're aged, too. I think they've got yeah. a couple years. Uh, they, they, they both should be good. In the future, if they make the right moves, but only only time will tell, I guess, who's gonna be better. No, honestly, like I think that uh, I completely forgot about Clayton Keller when you brought him up. Like, yeah, he, he just slipped my mind. I don't know how that guy well, is because, just because he's on Arizona. If he, if he was That's on true. like a, if he was on a mainstream team like a, a Toronto or like a I don't know Montreal yeah. or something, even like some the, like the relevant Boston, even some, Boston or the some Rangers, relevant yeah. team, oh, he, he would be, be the talk the of the NHL like, yeah. like every yeah. single day. Yeah, yeah. you hear about him everywhere he went, everything he did, you know exactly what was happening. Yeah, and like imagine how that media like influences players' careers. Like how different, or how much of like of a impact does media have on like on certain players? Because well, I feel like huge. there are guys. I feel like there are guys who would have been all stars, but they just get thrown into like a, a media heavy market like Toronto, or, like Montreal, Look, like you said. For just... example, Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel, <laughs> like we said, was he he was top ten in points every year he's in Toronto, and, and the media just like ridiculed him day in and day out. And then he goes to Pittsburgh, does the same thing he was doing in. In Toronto and wins back to back Stanley Cups and like, brings them back to Toronto. Brings them back yeah. to Toronto. Like what a guy. Th- yeah. Think even more recently, like after the game two, like they interviewed Austin Matthews. They were like, "Well, the line you're playing against is 20 points. You have zero. What are you going to do about it?" And you just put him on the sp- like. He just goes, what is well, what is shit happens? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you going like, to say though? What yeah. are you going to th- say? That's just one of the things that may- pisses me off about like Toronto is because of that. Because like Matthews is obviously a very good player and. Just shit like that is Man, gonna it's ruin just him. Steve Simmons, that guy is just a scumbag. Like that guy is <laughs> literally Dude. a worst reporter, worst fucking everything you can imagine. That guy yeah. sucks. He's a bit of a he's weasel. the one who wrote the bogus hot dog story about Phil Kessel. Yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a weasel. I have to say myself. Yeah, he's a loser. Yeah. Yeah, but even uh, Line A walking into Toronto and like getting encountered like, by media and what I like, got. The word on the street is like one of his teammates turns to him and goes like, "Oh, buddy, you're one pick away from this every day," and he's like, yeah. I, f- "I couldn't, like, he yeah. just couldn't do that." Going to Winnipeg, like, obviously they're cra- like hockey crazy there, but nowhere near to the extent like of the media coverage that Toronto gets. Oh, and, yeah. and even think about like what was it, 04, Andrew Raycroft, fresh, uh, fresh oh, off of goodness. Vezina win, yeah. the Leafs think they found your, their savior in that, and then the guy just tanks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many stories that people are probably thinking about when they're listening to this of. Leafs or, or any players, Toronto, yeah, any, any players that have just been like either sucked up by the media or have like not got enough attention to like make their career great. One other, uh, one other, like I guess non-Toronto guy, Alex Degg or whatever. He's oh, he's yeah. quoted on saying like, "Oh, Dale. nobody remembers who goes second or something like yeah. that." Yeah. Chris Pronger gets drafted second overall. He didn't even get in the league though. Barely, like he was. He, he played like 
five, six years, and he was like the biggest bust in NHL oh, history. Oh, this guy lit sure. up juniors, though. Like, yeah. Like, this guy is like, probably ridiculous. the best numbers. You know who has insane numbers that I had no idea? I think junior. Ray Ferraro. One oh, season yeah, in the oh, NHL yeah. or really? in the WHL, 108 reps. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's ridiculous. Absurd. Ray Ferraro. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He had insane junior numbers. Like, he could fly. He was yeah. a little road and, runner and, on the ice. And in that, in that season, he didn't even make the, the world junior team. Really? Figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure it was that season he had 108 goals and he didn't make the oh World God. Jays team. Hockey Canada, give your head a shake. Yeah. I know. Anyway, boys, like, have any of you guys been watching the raps? I'm sure you have. Like, we got to get ready for the podcast, we gotta, we gotta, so you, you guys yeah. got to do your homework. Yeah, like, definitely. <clears throat> I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, raps in five or less. What do you guys think? I'd say five. I'd say five, yeah. maybe six. Say if, five. if Washington can mm. steal two at home. And man, but... it's honestly not even like the NBA playoffs. For some reason, like the East, the East, uh, the Eastern Conference. Anyways, like, it's always way closer than than the West. Like oh, yeah. even last year with like Toronto and the Bucks. Like the Bucks kind of gave Toronto a good scare. Um, like. Was Indiana just beat Cleveland? Like, there's so many things that can happen, man. And, and like, you got it. You can't. You can't discredit Washington's backcourt with Bradley oh, Beal and John Wall, man. Like, they're lethal, and they have the ability to steal a game. Like, like it's. You got yeah. it. Like, there's no nothing's given, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah, they are two absolute superstars. Like, I could definitely see it going five because I think the Raptors are just like way deeper at at every yeah. position, and especially the bench. Especially the years that like yeah. Lowry and DeRozan are having. To yeah. Play. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and they've seen they seem to play a bit better on in game one, which was a good sign, and hopefully they can carry that through not only like through this series but through the playoffs. But yeah, I, I just think the depth is gonna power them through the first round. Yeah, I think I think they can easily get to like the conference finals. Like if, yeah. if they keep playing consistent basketball, like they, that they have the entire regular season, like they had a what. 58 win season or something yeah. like that 58 59 something, yeah, like, something like that I, like, I think they have the ability i just don't know if they have like the experience yeah like, maybe damar and like kyle and Jonas valanciunas or whatever like they they've been there before but like they have a brand new like bench basically yeah a lot of young guys a lot of young guys and it's going to be tough to kind of like it, it looks like they're buying in at this point to like uh to like the coach's system Dwayne casey sorry the name escaped me for a bit but uh yeah like it, it's it's hard to say. Like, I want to believe they can get there, and I think they have the ability to. But w- will that experience or inexperience get in the way of that? Yeah, I mean, it looks like Cleveland's going to go into a deep series here with Indiana. Yeah. I mean, you never know. LeBron could turn around and, and win four in a row, but looks like it, it's at least going to go six. So, I mean, hopefully they get worn down a bit there. I, like Cleveland, I was watching them last night. They they don't like impress me at all, besides the LeBron factor, but. Like the other guys on the court, like Jeff Green and and George Hill, Ronnie Hood, like no, they're I I don't think they're they're poised to win, especially going up against like if they get there against a Golden State or a Houston, like there's, the there's of, no way of four Ron Hainsies. Yeah, Ron. seriously, it's like, just good pros, but like just not quite yeah. there. Yeah, there like, there are no Kyrie Irvings. That's the, for sure. The LeBron factor like can only take you so far too. Like like last Champions, year, they had, man, uh, LeBron is just a. Yeah. No, I know. Like, but look at the players he was playing with when they won those championships too. Like they're yeah. they're a lot deeper than they are. Yeah, but man, Indiana is just so good on transition. Was like Victor Oladipo had thirty one points yeah, last game. Sick. Yeah, he's pretty gross. Stud. Like that's a it's taken him a while to come. Yeah, that's yeah. a breakout story of the year. He, he like Espies, he was behind Westbrook for for the longest time in OKC, and he came to um, he Indiana to- and. Yeah. He's just like broken out this season. But he was like on the he was a, on the Magic before that. Yeah, no, he was he was on the Magic. Went to uh, yeah. OKC. 
I'm pretty sure. And then he went to uh, Indiana. Indiana in the Paul George trade. Yes. So, I, I mean, he's probably been, like, the better player out of, out of that trade this year for sure. I mean, oh, Paul yeah. George is still a stud, but, like, Oladipo's pretty much single-handedly. Him and him and Sabonis, who also came yeah. out Dude, of that Sabonis trade. Dude, Sabonis is a player, Yeah, man. they've pretty much carried uh, their team to the playoffs, which, yeah, is, I think, which is unreal. I think Oladipo had, like, three steals as well or something, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, he had a great lines. stat line. Yeah, it was a great yeah. stat line for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, he, he has to if, if they're going to beat the Cavs. Yeah. I mean, that'd be unreal for the Raps Dude, if that and happened. Especially that guy, too. Like, of yeah. all people, Victor Oladipo steals a series from the Cavs. Like, yeah, that'd be him. awesome for him, for sure. <laughs> He'd be making bank. I don't know oh, what his contract's like, but his, his next one will be significantly higher yeah. if he wins that series. Dude, that's like the... Uh, crap, what's that? Bismack Biombo effect. Like, that guy just has like, a oh, good oh, series yeah. and just... Makes bank signs for Orlando. He was just like an entertainer out there, man. Every time he he like wheeled around and and got a block or whatever, he's just like firing up the firing crowd, up the yeah. crowd, just being a beauty. Like, like a I, modern day Dikembe Mutombo. Oh yeah, I, I love watching that guy play. He's unreal. Dude, it's insane. So like, what about the Western Conference? Like, obviously Golden State, Houston are the favorites, but man, like, looking at New Orleans and Portland, those are yeah. teams that are kind of looking good. You can't overlook. Portland, you can't overlook New Orleans. I don't know if New Orleans has like <clears throat> the backcourt to compete with like a uh, a Golden State or a Houston, but they and especially missing DeMarcus Cousins, that's really gonna hurt them. But Anthony Davis has obviously been a stud. But yeah, like Portland definitely does. Man, but Portland's backcourt is probably yeah, one of the most versatile in, in, and underrated in the NBA. Yeah. And they have Nurkic too, a guy who can get on the glass and, and be a presence, and, and along with uh, Lillard and McCollum. On Portland, of course, they they could definitely be a threat if they get through if they get through New Orleans, which I, I'm kind of hoping they do because uh, they're more entertaining than uh, New Orleans for me. New Orleans is kind of like that irrelevant team. No offense to any uh, New Orleans fans out there, but I mean they've always been more prominent with Davis and and Cousins. But for me, yeah, yeah I, Dave, I, I like Portland. In that Davis series. and Cousins are both just studs, man. Those are franchise players right there. Yeah. They're insane. No, like Anthony Davis especially. Like, dude, that guy's mobility for his size. For his is... overall pick. I know. What a brutal trade. Like, what did Sacramento even get? Like, <laughs> that, that franchise is, is a joke. For, I think like, Sacramento got, like, the rights to... to uh... Crap, I don't think it was They got Fox. Buddy Heald. I Buddy know Heald, that. That's who it yeah. was. It was Buddy Heald. But uh, I don't know how good he's been this he's, year. No, he's actually... He's, he's been doing well? Player, yeah. 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 How about the Sixers? I think they can go to the Eastern Conference Final. I, I kid you not, dude. Yeah. I think they. I think the process is on its well, way. Well, they're they're on that side, right? Where it's yeah. it's it's yeah. Uh, lighter what, side for sure. Yeah, they're the they're the three seed, right? I think so. So they they'll have to play Boston in the second round if they yeah. win. I mean, Boston Kyrie's done for the playoffs. Yeah, Kyrie's done. Gordon Hayward's out, obviously. Like they're hurting. But uh, literally, Jason Tatum is having a. Having a good Jason series Tatum. Yeah, Tatum, Jalen Brown. Tatum is a monster. Yeah, this yeah. guy's a beast. <clears throat> ben Simmons is an absolute stud. Like, he's, oh, yeah. he's a he's an all-star, like, in his rookie yeah. season. Joel Embiid is a monster in the uh, in the post. Dude, like, like, if that guy could just stay healthy, he'd be a force. I know, what a fluke injury. Like, I feel bad for the guy. But that series would be so entertaining, Boston yeah. versus Philly, because that's, like, the future of the game, basically. Yeah, yeah. it would Like, it is. young studs, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum versus Simmons, Fultz. Uh, Embiid, yeah. Embiid. And, like, but one other rookie who's just like obviously not in that playoff series, but who's having a hell of a year, Donovan Mitchell, man. Like, oh, oh man, man. Yeah. this guy yeah, leading he his is team points, like Spider Mitchell. My pick for a rookie of the year. Oh, absolutely. I don't think I don't think it's close either. Well, Ben Simmons. Like Ben, yeah, Sim- uh, yeah Ben Simmons for sure. But 
I don't know. I think I think Mitchell's edging him out. I mean, I think Simmons just has the better all-around game that that is going to get the respect of voters. But like, you can't discount Donovan Mitchell, especially on on a Utah team who like Gobert was hurt for like quite a bit of the year, and uh, it's basically just like him and Ricky Rubio. Just like a double team in the backcourt that, have, but he's been like a one man show pretty much the didn't, games that I've watched. Didn't Mitchell drop like I was uh, thirty or close to thirty in his first playoff 29. game? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was unreal last night. Yeah. Twenty nine like, points, first, ten rebounds, I think. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, who, like a rookie coming in, like, and like putting up those numbers, first ever playoff game, like, and you're and you're the go to guy. Sorry. He got his foot stepped on early in the game, got taken out because they said he was injured, and then uh, he insisted they put him back in. Yeah. That's a stud right there. It's a warrior. Yeah. What about I love um, guys like that, man. I hate the basketball players who just... Yeah. Like, come on. The Paul Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> the Paul Pierce <laughs> in the wheelchair. Man, that, for anyone who hasn't seen <laughs> that... A return. Come on. Yeah, search up Paul Pierce, like, wheelchair on YouTube in the finals, and it, it's just <laughs> hilarious, man. Like... He goes down and and he's like laying down on the court. He has to be personally like carried off and <laughs> yeah. put in a wheelchair to be and to be like, uh, like wheeled out of the game. And then like, ten or twenty minutes later, he comes back running out on the court and like drains a couple couple threes. <laughs> like it's hilarious. That? Like I don't even know how that's possible. But yeah, it, it was it was like so funny talking, for anyone who hasn't seen it. Talking about uh, some rookie sensations. Coming to the NBA, I want to hear your thoughts on uh, Lonzo Ball, the entire the entire Ball era, just the what, entire saga, <laughs> the entire saga. What like, dude? There's do, literally. Do you think he was he was underwhelming, or do you think he was he was just overhyped? Well, I mean, his second half was I, like I think he hindered. Was, he was a bit overhyped. I think he was overhyped, but uh, he's still, he he's still a good overall, player. Like, but I still think he's an unreal player. Like, I think he's still going to turn out to be like just a good like stud piece in LA. Like. He, he's no bust, I don't think. No, I, I don't I don't agree with people who say he's a bust. I, I just think, like, I think the pressure kind of got to him. Like, that is his dad obviously brought, like, onto him. Yeah, it's only the Kardashians of the fucking Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, they, they have their own TV show now. Um, they have the two younger brothers that are coming in. Uh, Jello just, like, declared for the NBA draft. Mello is... Um, He's still a couple years away. He will, though. Yeah, sure. he will. Yeah. First. He'll, he'll be one and done wherever he goes. But um, He's not even going to go. No, yeah, he's just he's playing Lithuania. Yeah, he... Uh, no, I know, not, not yeah, college, but I mean just wherever he plays, like, he'll, he's only he's going yeah. to Clare. The JBA right League, buddy, the JBA. Yeah. <laughs> I, is he going to play in the JBA? I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I, I've I seen them. Isn't, isn't Lavar coaching? I've seen them put together the. Uh, the I rosters. think I think they said he's coaching the team. Oh, they put together some JBA rosters, but well, it's, it's a league. It's not like. Yeah. Oh, he's, the one that he created. Oh, I was yeah. thinking about yeah. uh, Lithuania. I'm pretty sure he's no, coaching the junior Lithuania. basketball yeah, association. Like assistant coach. So was that like a, a done no, deal? No, no, he was honorary assistant coach for like a tournament game. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he, he's not yeah. the full time. So coach. is is the JBA like a, a done deal? Is it actually happening, or is it still kind of a concept? Well, yeah. They're putting together the team, so I'm assuming it's happening. I'm guessing it's going to start like. At the beginning, I, of, I honestly uh, think it's a good idea to have an alternate route to NCAA. It's like the equivalent, like for those of you who know hockey, it's like the equivalent of the CHL. Like I don't know why yeah. that hasn't been a, uh, an option yeah. for these players. I know, yeah. Like it, not everyone's cut out for school, and like some guys who who are obviously like big and like ready to go pro earlier, like and don't want to go to school, feel like it's a waste of time. Like Kobe straight out of high school, like yeah. LeBron straight out of high school, like all these fun makers all... straight out of high school, <laughs> and and we know <laughs> Orange going Prep. like going to Crothers. We know that like most of the basketball players are doing a victory lap, so like why not just 
have a league for them where they can finish yeah, exactly. high school on time and just go and play and make money there yeah. before going like to the making, NBA. Like, in the JBA, they're going to make like what ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Like that's that's pretty good coin for <clears throat> so, them. So if it doesn't if it doesn't pan out, um, well, I guess they never mind. I was going to say they could at least like pay for schooling, but they wouldn't be able to go NCAA. No, they're yeah, paid, they're getting paid. Still, like e- even if it doesn't pan out for them, like the NBA, which a lot of it will if they're going to, like this 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 league but if it doesn't they're, they're still gonna have like money in their pockets to, to do something with their lives like they won't completely be like yeah. degenerates right, right out yeah. of the league speaking of LeVar Ball all I know is that my uh, 2K guy in NBA 2K18 LeVar wants him like, he, he wants him <laughs> yeah. he wants He's, to sign him to BBB and I'm thinking about it pressing like. him hard well, how about Jordan Crawford like this guy is actually going to officially sign with uh, with Big Baller brand like, that's they're working huge for the deal right now I mean that's just yeah, I would like, man. Why not? Like, if you're a player who has the op- uh, like the opportunity to sign with BBB, like, yeah. why not be like, the he, first of your kind? Andrew? He wouldn't. I think it's good for him just because he wouldn't get any other offers. But it's it's like such a publicity stunt, which is good for them. But like, yeah. it's yeah, kind of good for, for sure. both it's sides. Like, it's still like a. It's still kind of cool that it's happening. Like, it's still another yeah. pro player who's going out and like signing with them. Like. It's not. It's not just Lonzo and Jello and Mello wearing these shoes anymore. Like it's kind of another pro player does, almost like legitimizes them to a certain extent. You know. Does Lonzo actually wear the shoes? Isn't he with uh, yeah, Kobe? Yeah. He he does wear his shoes. Now. Yeah. He was just kind of he was messing around in, in like the the summer Vegas league or whatever, just wearing like random shoes. He wore the Kobe's. Yeah. A couple times he wore other shoes, but yeah, he he wears them full time. I heard his shoes are just. Awful quality. Yeah, I've heard they're bad too. But yeah. I mean, like the, the new the ones. The, like I know they came out with like a, a new model or whatever. No, no, no. Like there was the, the Zo twos and like Zo two. Yeah, Zo two primes. Like yeah. And they're <laughs> apparent. I don't know. I Thank mean, like guys here. If other yeah. players in the NBA are using them now, like man, you know I mean, what would be I, gross though? Like, if like, a stud of a player came in, like let's say R.J. Barrett comes into the league and signs with BBB, yeah. that yeah. would be he such says, a game changer. I want to sign with BBB. Yeah. Would you? What'd you say? I said, imagine like he just comes in. He oh says, yeah, like, I want to sign dude. I'm BBB. saying like all it takes is one stud to like sign with BBB and like man, that's their blows the doors wide yeah, open. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just say hypothetically, like say the price got cut in half, so it's down to like two fifty. Would you guys buy the shoe? Oh my, just I'd probably am thirty four. Would you guys buy the shoe just just to wear? I'd, I'd probably buy the shoe. Yeah, I mean like two fifty doesn't chance, seem. Dude, I'm trying. Well, to get, okay, uh, maybe not two fifty, but like. Brand. 250 when you think about it it's like I mean they'd be pretty cool to have but like I don't know I'm not really a basketball shoe dude, guy it's just like a novelty thing it's like yeah. the kind of yeah. thing you throw on at a party and just be like you'd wear those to a party no I'm just saying like it's, like, it's the same <laughs> equivalent of just like it's no, kind of like a joke like novelty <clears throat> thing like, like it's like wearing a fucking who, uh, who's that player that uh, oh Jimmer Fredette like it's the kind of guy that like, goes to college like just a stud of a player in college and then just, like, goes and plays in China. It's kind of irrelevant. But, like, this guy was a stallion in his college days. And you see people at parties wearing his jersey. It's just kind of, like, a jokes thing. And I think that's, like, what, like, what the Zotu Primes or whatever, like, would be yeah. like. It's just kind of a, not a serious thing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, a, it's, yeah, it's like a jersey thing. But in the shoe version, like, it's just jokes to wear for, uh, for like, kids or, like, Young, young, young adults like in their twenties. Yeah, but, sorry, a little distracted here. We got uh, AM three four uh, burying with five minutes left in the second. Disgusting touch. Yeah, I mean he he's a player, man. Like I can't, I just can't wait to watch him in like a Leafs uni, hopefully for like the next fifteen years. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 
That'd be so entertaining and like so enjoyable after, especially we talked about earlier in the podcast about how all we've known is like the struggle of being a Leafs fan. So like now it'll be, it'll be cool to watch him like grow up, especially because we're like just like growing up with him, basically yeah. not growing up, well, but we're, we're the same age as him. Yeah. So You're younger, but yeah. But going back to that point on like it being like a novelty thing, I think it is like now. But when when you when we're talking about like a, a guy like RJ Barrett who's going to break into the league, probably going to be like the first overall pick if he if he ended up like signing with BBB, I think it'd be more than like that's a novelty. That's what I'm saying. Thing. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it would be the real deal. And right. Then he would have like multiple suitors. Right. Would look, like wanting. It to, would turn into like a oh, maybe like maybe not a, a Nike, but it would turn into oh, like a. Obviously, it takes yeah. time to be, to turn into a Nike. But, but, yeah. but like when we, sorry sorry go ahead. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say I think a big signing could. Right, could exactly. Doors wide open, like you said earlier. But like when we talk about like novelty of the shoe, like what do you think? Like Jordan's like a novelty too. So like I think like the whole like concept of it, like sure, it's like kind of crazy, and you know the way that the whole family works and around the shoe and like everything like that. But like when you think about like the idea is not like you know it's not like completely wacko and like crazy. So well, like that's I what I think when we talk about novelty, crazy because it's, it's the dad who like approached his son. So let's make you your shoe, like, and just did it, like, from nowhere. Whereas yeah, LeBron whereas was actually approached was Nike by Nike and said, let's make a signature Jordan's shoe. Legend, right? Okay, hey, son, well, yeah, but, but when we talk yeah, about... Hey, son, you want a shoe? I'll get you a shoe. <laughs> actually, I heard Lonzo designed the shoe, like, himself. But anyway, yeah, 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 design, yeah, besides the point. But, like, like but the just, when we're talking about the novelty thing, like, there's still, like, novelty behind that. Like, when there's novelty behind the fact that, like, hey, son, like, I'm going to use my use my publicity and make you a shoe. Like, there's novelty in that. Yeah, there's novelty. Obviously, it's, it's a different it's way than Jordan. I understand, Jordan or like was, I agree with that. But. Wasn't it a branch off Nike? Am I wrong? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Nike. It's more, Nike. Like, it's more like McDavid, like coming in his first year, and before. Well, I guess it's not even like McDavid. It's like it's like Eichel coming in his first year, and he just says like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna make my own stick line." Like, yeah, you know, he hasn't done anything yet. He didn't prove himself. Whereas when Jordan's line came out, it was Nike who went after Jordan because he was one of the big, like best players in the world at that time and it was a novelty because you were wearing the same shoes that the best player in the world was wearing on floor whereas with big baller brand it's like he just came in he pushed his like lavar pushed his way into the market i mean it's like genius from it is man this guy's standpoint to do that but like it's not as much of a novelty because they just forced themselves into the market whereas jordan came out and it was such a cool concept to wear the best player in the world's shoes that he designed himself Fair enough. Understand that. My 2K guy would slap both of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of video games, this whole Fortnite grind, it's the game real. is sweeping the nation. Honestly, when I first started playing, I thought like this. It's a fun game, but I don't know how long this is gonna last. But it's lasting, and I, I'm a big part of it. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I mean, I, I dabble, but it's not like my biggest thing. It's not. It's yeah, not OC's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Primary. Not as niche. Yeah. But, yeah, my uh, primary is Chell, for sure. Always, always has been. Yeah, I say Chell. A North two-way Korea. defenseman. North Korea is a franchise. It's a, yeah. it's a blooming franchise. but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, North Korea spelt like Paul Korea's last name. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're pretty original. Don't, don't want to offend anyone. Pretty original. But, yeah. but, Didn't uh, search it up on Google. <laughs> definitely didn't. No, no. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Fortnite for me is like, I don't know. It, it's just picking up for me just because like I've been like, really busy with my job and everything and it's just actually this basketball well, now, that you're <laughs> now that you're better with uh, surgery, you can yeah, yeah well yeah that's i've literally been home for like the past you know four days and there's been nothing to do but lying in bed so like i've just been grinding fortnite like 
now all you, day. Now you day. know the struggle. Now I know yeah. the struggle. Not having a and I've been and I and I can honestly <laughs> say I'm getting better. So like. You know, if anyone wants, well, you've never seen me. So, like, if we ever want to squat up, you know, the only thing I uh, will agree or will say is my building. Like, I don't, I don't build very That's well. Like, if I'm getting the men from the boys. Like, if I'm getting <laughs> shot, I don't like, I don't know. I just don't decide to like build around Panic. me. I'll just Panic try to button. like, I'll just try to like jump around and you know, hopefully that's I get them. That's why the portafort was was brought into the game. That's for yeah. players like you. <laughs> really for players like usually, you usually I just usually I just you know melt him with my scar before he even sees blue, me. So like casual burst. scar, blue burst <laughs> yeah. over purple scar any day. <laughs> it's it shouldn't even be a conversation at this point. Honestly, it it's it's the best gun in the game, probably other than the gold scar, but it is. Two, two shots with a uh, blue burst, and that guy is going down. Melted. Like, honestly, if I don't have a scar in my hands, like I'm the one <laughs> shivering. Like, I'm, I'm Shivers the, are yeah, going down. I'm, I'm literally dying within like the first thirty people. So like, <laughs> I'm just the guy that needs a scar just for like that confidence boost because like I'm not very good at the game. So when I have a scar, I think okay, I might have a chance against this guy or like a blue pump or what, like whatever, like yeah, the, blue. the best gun of its kind. If I have that gun, I think I have a chance. So. For me, it's the scar. I don't know, just the way it shoots. Just like it's like that favorite stick that you have. Like just, <laughs> just yeah, choice. it's just like it just makes you feel better about it your feels game. Feels good in your hands. Yeah, okay, so, it does. Yeah, my question, my question to the listeners right now. So when you're playing Fortnite with guys like OC and Scotty, who just have no idea what they're doing, um, and I they can't build, that, and they're just weighing the team down, how do you go about telling someone they're not good at the game? What's um, what's the flat out? Way? If just flat out, they're mad at the game. I I'm I'm a firm believer on uh, honesty is the best policy. Is that your is that your stance, Scotty? Um, you know, you know, there's some things that you need to say, but other things you can just keep to yourself. And <laughs> if it's if it's not a big deal, you know, if, if they're you know, I think it comes down to effort. They got effort. I don't think so. I think if I'm top three with you, and then hey, you let's fall not mention building and die. And I'm okay, what about one. that? What about that game where uh, everyone was dead, and I was I got like five kills that game. Okay, and okay. yeah, yeah Philly boost. knows that one. I ended up well, I ended Phantom up kills. I got I got <laughs> killed true. by the it end, did, but like I mean, like, it did happen. Honestly, I prefer blind squirrel finds the nut every time. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer if you guys like just bought a two four and have like an intervention with me and just like sign <laughs> yeah, we could just crush a couple and I, I wouldn't mind. I yeah. think that's the way to go about it. Yeah, the thing, thing I like about OC is he he realizes that he's not good at the game and he just throws out the chell anyone and then everyone everyone <laughs> yeah, bites everyone yeah. bites and we go and chell and we have a good time. And and we, and we just take the, thing, the thing for me is I suck at chell so like literally just a, just just a bad the only chell do you even own chell. Not the new Chell. <laughs> oh my, you can't even Chell call 14. <laughs> Chell, no, Chell 6. Chell 6. Chell 6. Chell 6. Me and Ryan know Chell 6. No one can beat anyone. Me and Ryan, Chell 6. Chell 6 GameCube, greatest game of all time. Literally greatest rookie, game. 20 minute, 20 20 minute, minute period. 106 <laughs> point night. Let's I mean, just that's say the thing. Is, is, like, is Chell getting better or no, worse? Worse. Worse. Way worse. Like it's a broken game. Yeah, like just go back to the days of like child nine, ten, eleven, where you could just like oh six wheel fire around, just, wheel around, like rip back doors, automatic game. back doors. Yeah, I don't want real life, man. Like I've said it to you guys in person. I'm saying it now in the podcast. If I wanted real hockey, I'd watch real hockey. Yeah, I don't want to skate over the puck and have it just left between my legs because my guy can't receive it. Like I don't want to take a slap shot in EASHL. And have my guy miss the puck completely. Like, I'm not pressing yeah, the wrong buttons. How so am I rattled. fucking up right now? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it's insane. It's completely valid. It causes yelling in my house. Like, just, I'm wheeling around the boards, and the puck all of a sudden just goes right through my blade. Like, how does that happen? 
or you pick up the puck, you you hit R2 to pass, and it doesn't pass, and you just get blown up. Yeah, or you aim your pass, and it goes the complete opposite direction <laughs> yes. of where you're aiming. Yes. Like, it, it is a broken game. That's what kills game. me. Like, right, while we're on this subject, uh, topic, gentlemen, I think it's time to uh, get triggered. Yeah. I think it is a great, great segue. I don't know what we're yelling about! Trigger is where we have Benjamin's brother, Joseph, come on uh, come on the air here. And he talks about everything in his uh, life or anything he's encountered that really gets him triggered. Just pisses him off. All right, boys. So uh, thanks for having me on right now. We're happy, uh, happy you could be on. Over on the uh, past week or so, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite and Chell. I know you just talked about this and stuff like that, but we're going to bring it back. Um, Chell 18. Not my favorite game right now. North Korea yeah. is in Division 3, about to be pushed back to Division 4. Uh, mainly because we're playing with six guys lately. Uh, it's kind of Jonathan Ang's fault. Sorry to shout him out there. Uh, Sarnia's thing, they just got eliminated. That terrible power play, but whatever. <laughs> we'll save that for later. Um, not much to say about that. I mean, yeah, again, the stick, not picking up the puck, not being able to shoot, kind of rattles me a bit. But I'm going to move over back to the Fortnite, playing with Jonathan Ang. Probably the worst decision of my life. <laughs> he does not Laying know what there. to do in situations. He tries to take advantage of me, even though I'm getting five, four or five kills, and Ang is just getting one. One, maybe two, if he's, yeah, and <laughs> if he's, he's lucky. Like, and he thinks that when I get the scar or something, he's like, oh, no, no, that's my score. What do you think? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about when... Uh, you're with the squad or whatever, and Johnny's in the, in the squad, and, and he just goes off on his own, and says, one, bodies, bodies, and he's just, like, across the map. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, I do that, too. Knocked one, knocked one. Oh, I do that, yeah. too. He's low, he's low. But, like, I mean, I, I do I do that, too, as well. Like, I kind of stray away from the squad. But, yeah, I find that Aang does that a lot. He seems to uh, just run around a bit, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm knocked, I'm knocked. Boys, come get me. I'm like... Buddy, we're all the way back in Tilted. You're over at Snobby. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> how, how about Brendan Brown? So we were over at your house the other day, Joey, playing some uh, ball hockey. Oh, Just take it away from here. Right. <laughs> so basically, uh, Camp Charles, uh, I'm going to bring up another story after that, but Camp Charles is coming in on me. I'm in goalie in the basement here. We're uh, having a little shootout. Brendan Brown just finished his shot. Decides that he... Uh, just wants to kind of take a seat. I mean, there's perfectly good chairs around the, around the uh, basement. But he just decides, oh, I'm just going to lean back here on the uh, ping pong table. Starts falling over. Doesn't know what to do. Tries to grab it. Whole table just... Disintegrates. Yeah, disintegrates. <laughs> like, literally. I don't know what to do. I storm out of the room. No clue what to do. I come back. McGee, luckily fixing it with Brownie. But, I mean, I don't know what he was doing there. Bad choice. Um... I don't know what else you got here. Uh, I, don't know. I, I I find when uh, when we're playing Chell, you and and Brendan Brown again have some choice words for a certain member of North Korea, um, Joe Donovan. <laughs> Probably the most selfish player on the team. See, okay. Definitely, definitely so, the most selfish. Player so on the so team. for some background, Joe Donovan is my my character in in NHL eighteen on EASHL, but he, he there's. <laughs> oh, that was a good voice crack. You got to put it in. No hiding. Here, what are you going to do? Um, 
yeah, Joe Donovan. In in my eyes, he's an all around superstar in in the in the world in of Zach NHL. In Zach Beckley's eyes, sorry, that is that's also my ESHL character. Uh, Brendan Brown, just a little shout out. He is uh, he is uh, Jason Ralph. He was at the time. I think he might have had a name change, but anyways. Yeah, it's a need more Ang. Yeah, and sometimes it's need more Donovan as well, but or yeah, need but... more Burrows. Oh yeah, Dan Dan Burrows, great guy. Um, need passing Donovan. Yeah, need Donovan. Donovan. Four goal a game. Player. Honestly, we're skating up the ice. We're in a little breakout. We're going on a three on uh, three on two or whatever. Donovan is not open whatsoever, but uh, Brownie just feeds it back to me, and I take a shot, and it obviously doesn't go in. Let's go. Just regular play, but Donovan's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm open. Brownie and I just give the shit to this guy. Because I don't know what is going on. Yeah, because because then on the next play I go one on three and tuck it short no, side high. On the next That's play, why you have the face off play where you come in from the, the face off play. Then I come in off the wall and rip it short side. That's why. That's why you guys don't kick me off the team because okay, I produce. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, getting back to Fortnite again. I know I talked about this a bit, but uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Jonathan Ang, how is it possible that he's so gross at hockey but so terrible at shell? He just yeah. doesn't where is get, the correlation? Does not get. The uh, video game difference instead of real life, you know, like, I, I think <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory where he just doesn't get it's it. It's a loss for words, honestly, <laughs> one of those. And it blows my mind, and it kind of sickens me. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Anyways, boys, uh, <clears throat> thanks, Joey, for coming on. We'll see yeah. you next week. Thanks, boys. This has been another segment of Triggered, which I was not a part of because <laughs> I went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, boys, like, I know uh, we talk a lot about sports and stuff, but we want to, like, get into, like, life topics, too. Yeah, and, and, and we're not fucking yeah. hermits that live in the basement. Like, yeah, like... You see the sun, the curtains come up. Well, <laughs> yeah. We're, ah, like, we're not, uh... Vampires. We're not... What's the guy's brother? Uh, How? We're not, we're, yeah, we're, not, we're not David Spade's brother from <laughs> Bench Farmers <laughs> that's <laughs> eating sunscreen. Like, <laughs> we're not that guy. We like to go out every now and then. Yeah, but, like, I was thinking of a topic the other day, because I actually did this once out of, uh desperation not very proud of it but like what would it take to go to the bar alone like <laughs> what, wow like what what are we talking that? about like money wise or like no just like, like say like you want to go out and like no one else goes out like no one else wants to go out with like, you seriously, you can't meet up with anyone there just completely alone like just by yourself. Go no, there yeah. alone. Like say, leave alone. Type say of thing? no, but say like you kind of know that people are going to be there, but you're not like going with anyone. You're not showing up. Or with or we could also make it harder and say that like you don't know anyone there, you're, and you're just going. Like what would it take? Uh, it I mean, it would take a lot, but it's not you know. Not props to whoever can do that. You know, let's you know so get so a hard saying, set like, of balls if, there. If you got like five pitchers, five free pitchers, you wouldn't go to the bar alone. I'd take and that. And just sit in the corner and slam pitchers No, you can, you can make friends while you're there. <laughs> I mean, like, if you have five pitchers in front of you, there's odds are someone's going to come up to you asking for a beer. I mean, there's, you're bound to meet really someone. Like, well, yeah, no, you're, you can, you're allowed to mingle with people. You, <laughs> that's hey, well, that's yeah. what like, this question in this, in this hypothetical planet, you are allowed to, like, mingle with people. So, like... If you're so I'm good, allowed to talk to people. Yeah, that? if you're a good chatter, you I feel like can, you guys are just. If you're a good chatter, if you're a good chatter, I feel like it wouldn't be a problem. Um, but I don't know, man. Like some, it's hard for some people to go out and just make friends with complete strangers. I think the so. hardest part is just like getting out of the Uber and just like standing in the line alone. Oh yeah, no, that, that would, would definitely be, be the tough. hardest part. I, like just when a I went to the assassin at that point. Yeah, <laughs> when I went to the bar alone, I was like, 
I was actually meeting someone, so it's not the, it's not no, the same. That count. Yeah. yeah, it's not the like same, but still, alone. like you still you still went alone. But like, tell us about that experience. Yeah, no, how was it like? It's, it's not coming. It's not coming on the podcast. But no, just like yeah, being being in line, <laughs> being in line alone, like it's just so weird. Like there's that? there's people like chatting in front of you, and you just like you kind of want to just like jump in, but you're like, do I like do I say something? Do I like? Try to talk to like the boys in front of me. You gotta yeah. get the liquid courage in you before. Oh yeah, yeah once you once I got in there, it literally just like but for two the, or three. liquid the courage for before. This, yeah, but it's like for so, the sake so you're of gonna this pre argument, by yourself no, too. No, 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 that's what it takes. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of this argument, we're gonna say no alcohol beforehand. Have to get to the bar completely sober, mm. and all the alcohol in the bar is most likely watered down to shit. So no, but you're, so it's gonna take a while. Alcohol <laughs> the entire night. Yeah, yeah, but okay, so. Yeah, minimum alcohol until you get there. Let's say all the alcohol is fucking incredible and like you have the opportunity. <laughs> how many like drinks? Wine. How many drinks would it take for you to go to the bar alone? Like how many beers? Let's just hear numbers right now. Uh, I'd say five. <laughs> I could say how five beers. I have? Five beers. <laughs> just one. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one tolly. That's it. I just oh. got in the car. Um, but I think on on a like a realistic note, it, it in this hypothetical would probably be like. Three or four. Like I'm, I'm saying three. five. Dude, I'd yeah. have more than five. Be- I'd, I'd say at least. I'd say at so least. So you need six. five, six beers if you're going to the bar alone. Is that to enjoy like myself. Six, yeah. six, wait, six. Oh, okay. No, I'd go like three or four and then just like straight into the mixed drinks as soon as I got to the bar. And just get a quick buzz on straight to the D floor. Yeah. So oh yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. Like, are you a D floor guy or are you just kind of a yes. post up? It depends on the situation. Hundred percent D floor. Really? Like, I, I love, love the, the dance. D floor. I feel like if you go to the bar alone, you have to go to the D floor, That's, or yeah. else you're an absolute hermit just sitting yeah. in a. Yeah. yeah. In a little, you're just. <laughs> you're just <laughs> mucking a booth on your own. Yeah, yeah, that's unacceptable. Yeah, no. that'd be hilarious. I would just mucking a booth. But yeah, like, back to the. I feel point. like, hold on. I feel like we've got to try that. Let's just, for the sake of this podcast, let's each take a turn going to the bar alone, like just a local bar, like Jake's or Boosters or something, and we'll, we'll story it on our IG. And just story the lonely experience. I think the fans would love it. Hit us up. After you listen to this, hit us up on IG, whether it's DM, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know if you want to see that experience. I feel like it'd be a funny thing. We'll I, unless we're just insane. We're the only people who yeah, can get literally, that. let us know. We'll each take turns. It'll be a great summer activity. Just going to the bar alone. And we'll have the boys, we'll, we'll rent it. We'll rent a van. We'll have the boys posted up outside. And we'll just, <laughs> just split up the Listening to the conversations <laughs> that go on. on we have a, a wire on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take a girl home. Are you wearing a wire? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey. It's not for you. It's, it's for the boys. It's for the boys. It's for, you know, it's for the pod. It's for the podcast. <laughs> the pod of the people. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like, sorry, I guess honey. we we get so off track. But like, I guess getting back to the original point, like, I think the difference between the D floor and, and the and the booth guys nowadays is like, do you have a girlfriend or not? Like, cause I, I think, think it's a valid point. Yeah, like valid. girlfriend guys, they're so about the booth, and it's it, it just it's, it literally. It's I'm all about. All about yeah, the dance floor. I know Scotty's been I'm dance all about the dance this guy floor. Can shuffle up a storm. And it, 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 it literally. <laughs> let's let's just put it this way. Say, I don't have a happy let's just feet, put it so this I'm way. Just a casual bar goer. <laughs> two My hips guy. don't lie. Okay. He's a casual My drinker. My hips don't lie. Yeah. All right. So so Scotty, what are your thoughts like on the dance floor? Why is that your go-to? I don't know. I just love love to move. Love to, you know, just loves to move and shake. Well, you know, just poetry in motion, Philly. Well, it was kind of like, it was something I was, I was I was raised up by. Like you know, my parents, like they're they're constantly on the D floor. Just so born and raised on. Literally, I was like, you know, 
Every girl likes a guy who can dance, so. He's born to dance. And that's, that's a proven <clears throat> fact. I don't know. My move is just, like, because, like, usually you go with the boys and, like, half them, half them have girlfriends, half them don't. So, like, you spend some time with the boys, like, at, at a booth just chilling, having good, like, good drinks, good fun. And then all the, all the single guys... I think we just, as a as a union together, we, we just like we move towards a, towards a dance <laughs> towards a dance floor by the end just of the night. Deploy just deploy the troops yeah, to the just, floor. Yeah, but honestly, seriously. I think I think like you said, it's got to be a good mixture because if you're spending all your time on the D floor, just you're so gonna get greasy. into some greasy situations, yeah. and that's not where you want to be. Like you don't want to be the guy where like last time at Grace O'Malley's, for example, first thing we see when we walk in. Literally, they're like a couple like lying on top of like the fucking oh, no, like the stanchion <laughs> separating the D floor from like the bar, yeah, and they're like just basically boning. Like it's just so disgusting. Like I pray to God I'm never in that situation. Like I've had some greasy mucks in my day, but like, that's just like, that's just on another level. You don't, you don't want to be a part of that. You don't, man. Like it's just you, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. We at. have to say it three or four times just so the listeners understand. Don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Uh... We're going to move on here. We, want, we do want to do uh, Ask the Lads. And we teased it earlier. Yeah, we did tease Ask the Lads. So yeah. that was my bad. When we first got started, I had the, I had the first episode jitters. You Hopefully just they're out by now. so horny about JVR. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do... You know what? <clears throat> I fucked up again. Let's do let's do Pulse of the Week first. Yeah, good point. I, I mean, I was just jumping ahead. I, yeah. Clearly, we I We both were jumping ahead. We were both excited to yeah. answer the first fans' episode, questions. First yeah. episode, we're horny for it. Uh, so you know what? Clearly, we both do not have a pulse tonight, but uh, <laughs> let's see who does. This is... Analyzing now. Stand clear. No shock advised. Check for pulse. Check for pulse. Pulse of the week. Check for pulse. Basically, Pulse of the Week is where we review different athletes, uh, viral videos, movies, literally anything uh, that may or may not have a pulse. So it could be for the good or bad. Obviously, if we like what we see, the shit has a pulse. If we don't, it doesn't have a pulse. So I'm going to start things off with uh, <clears throat> the viral Walmart kid. Like, I, it's just the sweeping. The yodel kid. The yodel, yeah, the Walmart yodel kid. Thing's been sweeping the nation. Uh, Mason Ramsey's his name. Follow him on IG, Lil Hank Williams. Great <laughs> follow. But anyways, I'm sure by now you guys have all seen his like original video of him yodeling in Walmart. And now he's since he's since been to Coachella. I honestly can't remember who he was he's a guest like the of. Main stage, like the, yeah. you know, it's like the main stage of Coachella. This guy, the Grand Ole Opry, he's performing at. Really? Yeah, he's performing. He got asked to uh, perform at uh, Post Malone's. Uh, I'm not sure if it was his Coachella sh- uh, set. Or a show in general, but he turned that down because he wanted to do the uh, the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, he was on Ellen too. Did you guys mention that? Yeah, I, I wasn't. That's, I wasn't. That's, I'm pretty sure that's wasn't where he paying got attention. Oh, this guy. Let, let's, just say, let's, fully just zoned his, out. let's just say he has mixed reviews. I, I don't know. I think he's a pulse. I'm gonna say he has a pulse because you know what? Like the kid must have massive stones. Oh yeah. First of all, getting up in Walmart dressed in that outfit, like with a little bow tie, like swaying back and forth, like yeah. all right, just like belt on for some foot, reason. Yeah. Where are his parents? I don't know, but that's part of the that's, draw. Apparently, he does that like every week. Like apparently, yeah. like that was I in his saw first he time. He has nowhere, like nowhere else to sing. Or it's like the only store in town. Or yeah. literally, it's the only thing. He's, he's, in he's like Bieber. He's like Bieber in Stratford. Like he's just grinding. When there's like, nowhere else, yeah, dude, the porch to steps with his. Follow your dream. Chase the dream. Capture the dream. I'm, I'm yeah. definitely saying he has a pulse. Yeah. The, kid, the kid's yeah. what ten years old. He's going on the Coachella main stage at Coachella after after a viral video. Like, oh my yeah, god. Jesus. Dude, honestly, I, I would, yeah. 
I would be shitting my pants if I was in that situation. Yeah. But uh, he's a dude, honestly, like, good for him. I think we're all unanimous decision. This kid has a pulse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for my pulse of the week, I'm going with uh, John Wick of Fortnite. Uh, the reason why I bring up him is because, um, you know, a little he, controversial. Well, yeah, very controversial. Did you buy him? Did you earn him? Like, That's a you, good point. You, it's it's you really hard to tell. You, at this you, point. you don't know. You don't. You can't tell. Like some guys, you just got their absolutely gross. That don't, have, that don't even have John Wick. They mow you down, and it's just like, you look at their how many kills they have. They have like 13 kills in a solo, and you're like, what is going on? And then others, you just like, gray pistol them to death, and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, they will 100% bother. their character. This is literally us. Like, yeah, I'm, too, la- I'm too lazy to get my own account, so I just play on Joey's account. Like Joey is, is an Unreal Fortnite player who was just featured on our Tregman's triggered segment. He's Unreal Fortnite, and there's literally me who gets, like, zero kills a game. So I'm literally the guy that people are pistoling to death. And Joey's, like, the legit John Wick getting, like, and then five, six kills a game. They're the guys who just trying to, like, just piss you off. They know it'll choke you when they have the common skin. And they they probably have John Wick. They probably have all these, like, other skins they can use, but they just choose to keep the normal skin. Then you get close enough, and you realize, holy fuck, this guy is, like, the, the like, most expensive or whatever, like the furthest backpack. Like they just have it on to like trick you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you know you're gross, but like just so, so many tr- guys, so many trolls in the world nowadays. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say he has a pulse, but like for people that earn him, obviously. If you don't earn him and you buy your tears, like you're a coward. What are you biggest doing with coward. your life? <laughs> like I like. Would you say uh, Joey has a pulse? But I'd say Joey like, has a pulse. Nah, has pulse. He has no pulse. He's gonna get through his chest. I can see it from he here. Didn't get it or? Yeah, in this situation, Joey has a pulse, and I have negative pulse. No, like I, I'm literally in the hostel right now, just, yeah. just in cardiac arrest. Yeah, cardiac <laughs> arrest. Definitely a pulse in Chelsea. Let's get that. Let's literally get that. Uh, Twenty-two yeah. jump street. They're pulling She's gone. The, Dead. The defib on me right now, yeah. <laughs> trying to resurrect Jesus me. Jesus died for our Cynthia's. <laughs> Anyways, Philly, who's your pulse okay, of the week? My, uh, my pulse is uh, Bartolo Colon. So this Great guy, choice. for those of you who don't know him, he's a uh, pitcher for the Texas Rangers, 44 years old, oh. 5 foot 11, 285 pounds. Wow. So yeah. So this guy's in his 20th season in the MLB. This guy's just an absolute great grinder. And uh, last night he put up. He was he was perfect. I think through seven seven innings. Yeah. He uh, uh, he lost the perfect in the eighth on a yeah, walk, so and then guy, he lost the no no right after. Up, Seven strikeouts, one walk, one hit, one run against. That's it. Like this guy, just forty-four years old, two eighty-five, and he's just putting up numbers like that. Not a sport. Not a sport. Pretty ridiculous. Pastime. It's a pastime. Yeah, dude. It's flack for that. I'm I'm joking, but at the same time, yeah. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Diehards probably in this room. I I love such a big fantasy baseball guy. Alone right now, but before we start trailing off everybody gives their opinions we move to the next thing i'm just gonna have to add in shohei otani i'm oh, on yeah. the espn homepage right now and literally in the power bar where it goes home scores schedule at the end there's an otani tracker <laughs> espn oh. has literally put in an entire page to track this guy like hey is off the charts for anyone who hasn't watched this guy like he's literally turning into must watch tv overnight like either it's watching him pitch or hit like he's on, yeah. he's been on real at both. Like it's obviously early on, only first couple of weeks, but 
I've been tracking him like a lot, obviously, because I'm a big fantasy baseball guy. But like, he's he's been unreal for this like just pitching, like strikeouts, whether it's strikeouts, home runs, RBIs, like it doesn't matter. He's doing it all, and like it's it's literally unheard of since Babe Ruth. So, I mean, you, you like soak it in while you can for anyone who hasn't watched him yet. Yeah, that, that's so just I, I think that's a <laughs> unanimous, on that, unanimous, unanimous pulse. Pulse. Yeah. Yeah, going so back to Bartolo. Pauls for both. I say Bartolo has a pulse. Like after that performance, not for long. Like, though, just the dinosaur. whole thing that's going on there, like just ridiculous. I'd say he has a pulse. But also, like, how can a guy with that frame be a professional athlete? That's what I'm saying. That was why I said what I said earlier. Like obviously, I was trying to like just bug OC saying what, that. Who but... is five eleven, two eighty five, and is playing a professional sport, and getting paid multi million dollars to do? Maybe so. John Daly, but I don't even think he was that size. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something. Get, get like, your money back, Jesus. You probably can't even get up in the morning. Like, you can't roll, roll out of bed. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple golfers that are oversized, but nothing to nothing that, to that extent, extent. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Maybe some like offensive linemen, but they have yeah. like the height. Yeah, yeah. Against, they can move. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. quick guys. I don't know how. Michael Orr. It goes back to like the freak <laughs> nature that Phil Kessel is. They're just the size yeah, and like honestly. the quickness. It just makes no sense. Baffles right. me. Simony, you want to get into yours? Yeah, my, my Pulse of the Week is um, a very controversial person, especially around uh, Toronto. It's Jake Gardner. I want to know your thoughts on him, how his play has been, especially in the playoffs so far. To me, zero pulse on him. Uh, he's, he's extremely irrelevant. He, he's, in my opinion, weighing down the defense of Toronto. He, he makes so many simple mistakes like all around the ice, and it's just extremely frustrating to watch. But... Um, yeah, to me, he has no pulse. Like, uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you there. I'm gonna say Jake Gardner has like no pulse. Um, if this guy wasn't putting up points in the NHL during the regular season, ECHL, yeah. Wheeling Nailers, <laughs> whatever Toronto, the Toledo Walleye, I think, are the Toronto. No, isn't it Orlando Orlando Toledo's Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. So, he, he puts Detroit, up like what <laughs> sixty phantom assists every year yeah. to keep him in the league. But other than that, like he he quarterbacks the power play on the second unit and just hogs the puck the whole time when yeah. Matthews and Nylander are just like waiting to rip it like short side but yeah it's it's so frustrating to watch yeah. I mean I thought he was he was making steps last year to becoming like a better yeah, D but it's it's been a step back this yeah, year the, sure. the thing is he he has the like he has so much talent like he is such a good skater he can rip the puck but he's just he has zero hockey he just IQ. Just mash pota- mashed potatoes between the years, man. Honestly, like he 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 doesn't know what he's he's so lost in the defensive zone. Like he is he is a one dimensional defenseman. Like he he turns a puck over. He is so out of position at all times. Yeah, he has no idea what he's doing on his own side of center. Yeah, which is insane for a defenseman. For a defenseman in the NHL, like <laughs> yeah. you expect that in like minor Bantam, like double A or something, but. In the NHL, like especially in Toronto, with like the media and everything, like we said before, like I don't know how he doesn't get torn apart every day. Like I, I rarely see stuff about him in the media, but because I think it's one of those subjects you have to tread lightly with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, everyone agree? No pulse. No pulse. No pulse. No pulse. No pulse. All right, my guy, we're we're kind of going down the same avenue here. I got Thomas Tatar with absolutely negative pulse. I mean, this this guy gets traded at the deadline for, I mean, everyone talks about how great a GM George McPhee is, obviously, like, making an amazing team out of basically what everyone thought was nothing. Like, that's incredible. But 
the move that he made for Tatar is like honestly could be taking him out of the GM of the year conversation for me just because like of how big of a bonehead move it was. Uh, this guy had not been producing in Detroit. He he had a couple good years there, but you could see that he was kind of uh, <clears throat> dropping off in terms of his uh, production with Detroit, and I think that's why they wanted to move him and, and his contract's ending. So, but yeah, for, like, for them to trade three picks, a first, a second, and a third for this guy, and to get six points in the regular season in return, and on top of that, he's a healthy sc- scratch for game three. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, that is <laughs> yeah, he, the, probably one of the most negative pulses yeah. you could get on this yeah, show. Yeah, very negative <laughs> pulse. Not, not as negative of a pulse of that New York Islanders trade where it was like Spezza, Luongo, and uh, Chara for Alexi yeah. Yashin. Oh, that, was one of my, we, that was one of my personal favorite trades of all time. We could get into bad trades, but we... Oh, yeah, we'll get into that probably in, in the next couple episodes, hopefully. But yeah, I think everyone can agree. Yeah, I think no that definitely he needs to step up. I mean, sure. the only way he's gonna get back in now, like they're flying, they're up three nothing. Why would they put him back? In? The only way he's gonna get get back in is in the next series. Uh, if they lose one or two, and they take it, they take a grinder out and add some more skill in. But in the West, where it's so heavy, I don't, I don't see that happening. Where they they need their third and fourth line guys to be, to be big and to be uh, like physical on the wall and stuff like that. So it's gonna be tough for him to get back in, but. Yeah. So, no everyone, pulse. No, pulse. no pulse. No pulse. No pulse. No pulse. <clears throat> All right, boys. So now me and OC can actually uh, feel good about ourselves for the, for the closing segment. Uh, <clears throat> this is where we have uh, fans of the show, random people we don't know, <laughs> but we'd like to. We, we appreciate you. Uh, they DM us, email us, ask us questions about literally any topic under the sun. And we'll do our best to give uh, our sincere um, opinions and answers and hopefully uh, give you some clarification. This is... I got a question! You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What is going on here? I'll answer the question. I mean, yeah, just on that topic, I think... Like, don't be scared to send anything in. Like, we literally don't care. Like, don't be embarrassed to send anything in. Like, yeah, we've, we've, like honestly, for our first episode, we were surprised with some of the uh, the content we've received. We were actually really happy with it. Um, a lot of questions, a lot of great questions that you'll probably get a good uh, chuckle out of. So we hope you enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> like, we need your questions to keep this segment going. So, I mean, it's up to you guys, really. Like, if, if you, we don't get questions, this segment's going to die off. So, <laughs> like, just, just keep sending just them extinct. in and, and just help us out a bit. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you're feeling. We're whatever, good guys. whatever your mood is, could be good, could be bad, you know. We'll, yeah. we'll try to give you the best, uh, best answer we can. All right. We're going to start off with uh, our buddy Blake Brimmer's question here. Yeah, Blake Brimmer's yep. question. Let's do it. All right. So, we got, hey, lads, been having a dilemma with some of the boys recently. Looking towards your insight, who is better? Mark Wahlberg or Matt Damon? Although I think the obvious choice is Matt Damon, my buddy is stern on thinking Marky. Cheers, boys. Well, thanks, Great. Blake, for the cheers. Great cheers question. to you back. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm starting it off. Um, you know, that's a tough one. I think I think both actors are very talented. Um, I'm going to go with Mark just because of the way that I feel that, you know, he, his kind of style is, is is better, more 
with... Um, I agree with Scotty. I'm going to have to say Mark Wahlberg as well. I just feel like he's a more versatile presence on the screen yeah. and on the mic. Uh, circa Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, like that was pretty tight. Um, <laughs> it's, still, it's still a classic banger. Like throw that on a party, little tailgate action. Like that, honestly, like you'll get some good feedback from that. Um, <clears throat> not only that... Uh, wasn't he like a, a Calvin Klein model for a bit? Yep. He was. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those, on Twitter those sometimes. pictures, yeah, circulate the internet for Oh, yeah. Sure. Just like the, uh, what other thing was circling? The, oh, Phil Kessel's hot dog thing, I think he said. <laughs> There's a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I forget what it was. Oh, whatever. We'll listen to it and enjoy it later. <laughs> <laughs> As you will. But anyways, man, like this guy is just uh, pure entertainment from start to finish and whatever he's in. Um, but <clears throat> honestly, I, I, honestly I, I applaud Matt Damon's like, professionalism and like he's probably a better like filmmaker overall in terms of just like quality of the films but i just like the entertainment value mark brings to the screen i just think he seems like a good guy to grab a beer with um he's got that restaurant or his parents restaurant he works at too um wall burgers i don't think he works there but you know what he volunteers it's his brothers right I thought it was his parents but no, i thought it was his, his brothers, his brothers he volunteers there yeah he on sundays <laughs> God's day. cleans bus, the dishes bus, yeah bus boy another good uh, yeah. another good irishman yeah yeah i'm gonna Definitely, i'm gonna say mark yeah. Wahlberg too he's, he's one of my favorite actors um i i love like contraband's one of my favorite movies the other guys him and will ferrell Classic. One of the funniest movies, like instant classic in, in the comedy genre. Um, I love Mark Wahlberg, but I think pre-Daddy's Home, I think Daddy's oh. Home 1 and 2, like, I wasn't a huge fan of. I think it kind of killed him because it kind of went out of his comfort zone. And like, I, you could kind of sense it. Yeah, like, and I hope that Daddy's Home, like, dip in his career doesn't have the same like, effect that Adam Sandler right, did with exactly. post-Jack and Jill. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, I don't even want to get into that. This era has been a mess for <laughs> we'll, him. Yeah, oh. yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about talk that Talk about that later, later yeah. Yeah, but, um, man, Mark Wahlberg, like, he's just been, he's been doing everything lately. Like, one movie that I'm not a fan of his is Pain and Gain with The Rock. Like, I, I don't think I've like, ever seen a relevant movie. Yeah, yeah not, yeah, not I what I expected whatsoever. Uh, I honestly didn't know it'd be about like a kidnapping and murder. Like, yeah. It was just the weirdest shit. Um, but overall, like even Pain and Gain included, like I think I just, I'm taking Mark over Matt. Mm-hmm. Man, I guess I'm the only one on this pa- on this uh, podcast. But oh, well, it's Philly Matt too. Damon Oh, Philly. yeah. Philly's a Matt Damon guy? No, I'm, so. I'm going with Mark Wahlberg. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, OC. I, I got you, man. This guy's versatile. Like, as McGee said, this guy modeling, rapping, writes his own songs. Guy does it all. <laughs> Wahlbergers, like, what can't he do? What can't just he do? salt of the earth. I, I, I'm on Mark Wahlberg as well. I don't know. I'm just a Matt Damon guy, strictly on the fact that, like, Goodwill Hunting is, is a movie that I could watch, like, just over and over again like it's such a just a great production and just like i don't know i I just yeah i love i love the martian the martian Martian, interstellar like he he's gotten into those movies and he's like been a prime uh a prime guy in those movies you guys can't write off saving private private ryan either yeah Yeah, like he was great in that movie too don't get me wrong i love matt damon more than like like just as much as the next guy but um, he does the more serious stuff. Like, yeah. Marcus, I guess, trying to break through into that, but for the most part, he's like, if he's not like some secret mm-hmm. agent, he's like just a fucking yeah. Yeah. born idea. Yeah. 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 Besides, like besides Goodwill Hunting. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's Jason Bourne. He's uh, whatever. He's got other movies, The Departed. Like, he, he's more of a serious guy, whereas Marky has that versatility that yeah, that definitely. makes him elite. 
but I mean, you can't you can't go wrong, really. Ted too for for Mark. Yeah. The the amount of skill and acting to work alongside that teddy bear man, like, (laughs) dude, that's good shit. Yeah, Yeah, like literally name one of uh, Matt Damon's. Like I'm I'm arguing Matt Damon because I just love him as an actor. But like, name one of his comedy movies. Like, you can't. Besides, I don't, he's he's good. definitely not a yeah. comedy actor. No. But I will say he's very good at mixing in like, like jokes and stuff. Yeah, he's good into, at wit. Yeah, yeah, he's got great wit. Yeah, great witty guy. Love yeah. that. Love that great, wit. Great wit. That's a great skill, like trait to have. It's great just, life skill. Yeah, huge <laughs> yeah. life skill. Yeah, especially around the boys, like just oh, being absolutely. at parties and stuff. Having great wit, like it's so it's important. Definitely, it's really yeah. appreciated. Yeah. So. Do we have uh, four Marquis and one Matt? Yeah, I guess, but yeah. it's really not like it's in not, terms of it's yeah. not a vote. It's, it's just, just a personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's all subjective by the end of the day. Yeah. Honestly, I can't think you can't go wrong with like either or. Like, I'm sure there are worse actors to to like and yeah. like. So, I don't know, like Nicolas Cage for one. Like, dude, if you like Nicolas Cage, figure your shit out. Okay, Nicolas Cage <laughs> is bad, but National Treasure, those movies are phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> Childhood memories were made <laughs> watching those movies for sure. All right, let's get on. We don't have a lot of time. Thanks, Bernie. So you got uh, Pat Flatley. Thanks for the question. If you were a drink, what would you be? It's a great I think, question. You, want, you guys want me to go first? Sure. sure. I think I, I'd be a rum and coke just because I think it's enjoyable. It's like, it's like a good party drink, easy to make. And like, I, I don't know. I think you, you can't really go wrong with it. So, I mean, I think just simply not really thinking about it too much because not really uh, invested in, in those just thoughts. Just meat and potatoes guy. Yeah, just that. literally the, the meat and potatoes of, of drinking uh, a rum and Coke. Yeah, like I said, can't go wrong, and I, I enjoy it. So, I, I, I cran type of guy. I like, I like my vodka crans. I think they're... Um, <clears throat> Their tasty drink and <laughs> <laughs> just always like always a favorite for anyone that's going to a bar. Roman Coke, vodka, cran. It's right in that with that uh, right conversation. So yeah, Philly. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Roman Coke as well. I'm with OC on this one. Uh, we got we got a uh, hooked on it from uh, pretty much from Brill and Chad. Shout out to them. Those uh, absolute clowns. But I mean, they got us on it. It's pretty simple drink. Pretty uh, pretty easy to go down. And that's what it's all I, about. I'd have it? to say rum and coke. And that's what it's all about too. And like, you don't want a complicated drink. You don't want to like be that guy or girl going out to a bar and ordering the most complicated drink. Or like, if you're at like a house party or like at the, at the cottage or whatever you're doing, and you play everyone places their drink orders, and like someone's got to spend twenty minutes in the kitchen like putting your shit together. <laughs> like, come on. Or what's that drink in uh, Anchorman? It's like of a, a double shot with a kicked up with a side of steel two boots. <laughs> Love Scotty laughing at his own jokes. It's like my favorite thing. Veronica Corningstones. What a j- extensive drink order. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, I want to be the kind of guy who just, like, knows every drink, like, at the top of his head. Like, so you need to know what to order beforehand. And, like, obviously, like, like I have an idea of what I want going in. But, like, you want to be the, just a stud who, like, gets just, like... Just tests the bartender. No, just, it goes in an extensive, <laughs> extensive uh, drink order and see how they react. So, It'd be kind of fun to oh, be like a bartender. Yeah, well, just if the, if the hours weren't like or such a, a grind. Yeah, like you get, a wine you get, connoisseur too. You if you know your money. wines, oh, like, yeah. it's impressive as shit. Oh, mm-hmm. like the sixty-three, like whatever. And they're like, "Was oh, that great? Oh, it's incredible." Sixty-three cab. Yeah, sixty-three cab. California cab. Oh, that year it was like grape drought. Yeah, fuck off. All right. Did everyone get their zin? No, I, didn't I get zoned out again. <clears throat> <laughs> at least our, our drain watching right now. 
Um, you know, it's all great, great choices. Uh, you know, rum and cokes are good. Vodka crayons are fantastic. But I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna go with a stiff glass of Chardonnay. Maybe, wow. maybe even, so maybe high. even a Bordeaux. More of a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Love that. Whatever, whatever the mood is, you, you just gotta go with the flow. But no, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big wine guy. A so. Stiff glass. Of or, not or a glass. Not soft. A stiff, a stiff glass. glass or like a or a Bordeaux. You know, something know, something something light. <laughs> it's a type of wine. Uh, French. Bordeaux. <laughs> French. Sixty three Bordeaux. Something something light. I'm gonna go to like my drink. I'm honestly just gonna say a nice cold glass of beer. I feel like you just can't go wrong. Down the just hatch, a simpleton. Nice, easy. Honestly. <laughs> Bush Ice, perhaps? <laughs> Rouge River Brewery? Yeah. Sponsor us? Sure. Sponsors? No, Possibly you. Big Stella fan, but after a hard day at work, nothing beats just a cold beer. So that's, that's my... Uh, that's my you been, I've noticed you've been getting the, the whiskeys lately, though. Yeah, I'm a big fan of whiskey. <laughs> Don't tell mother. <laughs> if Andrew's listening, I'm sorry. Ken, that's where I'm a good whiskey one. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, but like honestly, I, I like a, I like a, gl- a good uh, neat glass of whiskey. Like... like on the rocks occasionally, but I don't know, man. Like it's just it's growing on me, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Probably not. Uh, it's like cut back. <laughs> but yeah, summer's so approaching. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, vodka waters. If you're trying to keep your figure uh, in yep. check, with mio, put a little splash yeah. of mio sport. Vodka in there. waters yeah, at the I've gym. Yeah, had I've had vodka yeah. waters with the green mio. Don't do that. No, I think cherry. Cherry's, cherry's a go-to. Cherry's a good one. Yeah, my buddy here, Tristan Simeone. Shout out him from Sudbury. I don't know what they drink up there, what they do, but vodka water, I just can't do, like, it's just not good. This guy says it puts hair on his chest, but, I mean, just burns the insides. It's no good. (laughs) It's not good, eh? (laughs) Shout shout out to Phil. All right, are we moving on to the next question here? I think so, I think we're good. Okay, we'll we'll get one from uh, Erky the Clerk, Chris Urquhart. Absolute legend at Bill Cruthers and beyond. Yes, the people scout, the people's everything. Um, the ca- hockey insider. Casually chats with uh, <laughs> Leaf players' wives. <laughs> Every, everyone knows. Um, okay, let's get on the question. What's your thoughts on Johnny Manziel and his potential future in the CFL? Do you think he'll, he will do well and attract fans, or is his new image a bust? I think, I think he's going to attract fans just because people want him want to see him fail i think that's what he's like originally gonna come out to but i think he's like he's really trying to like turn his life around and and i, th- I think he's gonna like make big strides in the cfl mm-hmm. and then possibly like go back up to the nfl if he has like any chance in doing yeah that, but. definitely i i think anyone that's from you know what he's gone through in his, the past couple of years and everything anyone that's you know going through this route which i know most players especially americans don't really want to go the route that he's going that if, that he's going starting from like the bottom shows that you know maybe he does want to clean up his act and um is really serious about actually playing football and you know not you know worrying about the stuff that's you know off the field so i think uh i think it's a big thing yeah yeah you, you go to uh you got to really applaud that obviously like he's had his struggles in the past but if he can find a way to put that behind him if he's really serious about the game like the guy's obviously got the natural ability to yeah. to make something of his, himself and I, I wish him the best and like but uh, obviously, it's on him now. Like, where is he playing? Hamilton. Hamilton, I believe. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't even like gone there officially yet. But... Yeah, but let's. It, it's his rights are owned by Hamilton now. Hypothetically, yeah, yeah, Hamilton yeah. owns yeah. rights. Okay, so hypothetically, he goes to the Tiger Cats. <laughs> Go. Hypothetical. <laughs> Love that hypothetical game. That should be a whole segment in the film. Yeah. Um, but 
honestly, with Toronto so close, it's uh, the the temptations are there for him to fall back into his old pattern. So it, I I say it's on him. Like it's whatever he makes of it. I think uh, I think he can pull through though, and I'm rooting for him. Yeah, right. I, th- I think the new image is legit. Like, I don't think he, uh, I don't really think he's going to bust out or, like, or anything. I, I, I feel like he legitimately wants to change how he's viewed and how he goes about his daily life and stuff. And, like, I think that if he stays true to it and, like, uh, is actually serious about it, then I think he could be, like, a legit football player. And in, in college, he was really entertaining. He was, uh, I mean, he won the Heisman, so he's, he's got he's to be pretty good, right? Heisman. So. I don't know. I think he, I think this is legit, though. I don't, know. I don't really have any opinions on this clown. I've I've talked too much today already. So we'll just, we'll just get on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Sorry, Ricky. Yeah, sorry, Ricky. You you know I'd answer your question, but I don't know. Just not, not, just not feeling that Johnny Menzel talk. All right, one more. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Robbie oh, Matthews, and we'll do the uh, uh, JVR one because we touched on that before. We did. You're right. Should we do which one? Should we do first? We gotta. We gotta end on Robbie's question. Okay. So yeah, basically, uh, we got a great question from Chris Gallagher, uh, BCSS current student and YRA champion. BCSS Colt. Yeah, he's a Colt. Colt for life. And uh, his question is: Is James Van Riemsdyk a Maple Leaf next year? And if not, who do you see as potential suitors for him on the market? Great question. If I didn't say that already, no, <laughs> um, I th- I think with Javier's production this year, like throwing up a what thirty six goal season or something like that. Yeah, around there. Um, I don't I don't think they're they're gonna have like the cap space once they have to sign Matthews, Nylander, and Marner to just monster contracts, which they're probably gonna do. Um, and especially if they're gonna need like a, a defenseman to to um to fill like the the void that they have with like a star D man that they're um. That they're gonna, uh, I don't think they're gonna be able to like sign him to like a, a big contract. I don't think he's gonna be able to stick around. Yeah, I, well, I, I think d- locking that money up in uh, the Zaitsev contract is pretty like it kind of hurts the chances a bit too. Like looking back, honestly, at the time, like we didn't know that Zaitsev was gonna have this shit of a season and maybe he turns it around next year, but like right now, that it really like people are saying it's the Marlowe money that took away the JVR spot as soon as they signed him, but. I mean, Marlo, it, it, the money isn't that bad. Uh, uh, the way they space it out and stuff, his contract, I know his average is a bit bit high for how old he is, but the season he's putting up right now and the kind of leadership and stuff he brings, like, is really, really good for the team. Like, I don't see it as taking away from JVR's spot. Um, but I, I do think you're right with how much, like, he, that he's going to have to be paid, especially after putting up a 36-goal season. Like, this kind of contract year is, is usually pretty big for players, and the kind of money he's going to get in the offseason is probably going to be something that some team might regret later on. But I still think that the money he's going to be offered is going to be way more on the market than what he's going to get in Toronto. Dude, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, I love how every NHL player, or, like, most players – when they have their contract year, they just go balls to the wall. Like, this oh, is like yeah. Matt Niskanen in, like, 2012 or 2013 has the season of his life. Gets signed to, like, what is it, like, a max contract, basically, like mm-hmm. a seven-year, eight-year deal. Mm-hmm. It was, like, just ridiculous money. I can't, it was, like, close to, what, seven million years? Oh, yeah, I think it was, like, seven times seven. Yeah, something like that. And then the next year, this guy's kind of, like, just a ghost again. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's, so, a, he's a steady player, but he's he not, never, not he seven not, times seven. Yeah, no, come on. 
Like I, I think he's decent. Well, no, he's a, yeah. he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not that. Like, oh yeah, he's not that player. He's not like for a Drew sure. Doughty. Like, I mean, I don't see JVR coming back, and I think in terms of suitors, like I definitely go New Jersey, even though, like, even though they're having a tough time in the playoffs, I think they're a team that's on the rise for sure, especially with Heisher, Will Butcher, Taylor Hall, uh, Brat, yeah, yeah Jesper Brat. I mean. Their goaltending situation, they got to figure out if Schneider's going to be the guy or if it's going to be Kincaid. But, I, I mean, I, I'm just assuming it's going to be Schneider just based on his, his past history. I mean, I don't think he can lose his game like that over just a couple of months. But you never know. And But I think he could just add so much scoring and he could be a top six guy for them that, that could play with a couple of good players and hopefully put up 30 again. And he's kind of a piece that, that New Jersey's lacking right now. They have the small speed and skill. They don't really have, like... Just a, a mule to stand in front. Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams are lacking that piece, right? Yeah. Like he's such a key key player on the power play that I think goes unnoticed by the casual fan. Like maybe not this year because he scored so much, but like in the years past, he's still doing the same job and he's still being as effective. He's just putting more pucks in that this year. Even so, tonight, a, a JVR S goal if I've ever seen one. Like just standing right in front of the net, yeah. just just banging right in the dirty area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, he's been great for the Leafs, and I, I'd be sad to see him go, but Jersey would definitely be a team that, that would catch my eye as a I team that would want him. And even uh, even the Rangers, they're looking at a clear house, too. I yeah. think the word on the street is they're trying to pick up Kovalchuk. Um, <clears throat> I think no, that... Kovalchuk shut down those rumors. He oh, said really? it's not happening. Okay, okay. He said he's not going to the Rangers. But regardless, New York sent out like a letter to their fans basically saying they're blowing up and, and starting from scratch, so... They're definitely going to look for some uh, key signings this offseason. The only thing is, I think that if they are blowing up and starting from scratch, signing a guy like JBR and locking up money, because yeah. he's going to be looking for long-term. Like He's he's not going to want to sign a bridge deal or anything. Like He wants money, and he's going to want it for term. Going to, going to New York might might not be the best move for them because like he... He's not he's not guaranteed scoring thirty goals again for however many years he wants to sign. I think it was like six. Right? So going there, he could have maybe two more thirty goal seasons and then by the time they've actually got through with their rebuild and whatnot, he could be down to like twenty, fifteen goals a season kind of thing, right? Like, yeah, that's true with the young guys coming up and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> good point. Felt very good point. Alright boys, I think we answered that one. Yep. Um, Move on to the last question. Yeah, last question. Last wrap question it up. of Ask Lad. Let's yep. wrap this up. Episode one. All right. We got one from our good buddy Raleigh Matthews, another YRA champ. It's not only our friends that that uh, ask questions, so don't think it's just it's just a setup. We <laughs> we've had a couple random questions, but all well, right. We'll touch on those next week. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one uh, this one's a little different. We like to d- touch on different topics, but when you're having a threesome with a girl and a buddy. And a buddy, and the rules of threesome of this nature clearly state that eye contact between the dudes must result in high five. What is a maximum number of high fives that is acceptable? Obviously, a pretty a pretty jokes question from Robbie. That, Solid question. That we're happy to answer, and, uh, joke around with. But you want to you want to kick this party off? I cannot be more serious when I say <laughs> this. this is a topic that that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I don't take this lightly. <laughs> that's, uh, why, that's why I said you should start us off. <laughs> no, but for real, like I honestly think three strikes you're out rule applies to this. Like, one, it's all fun and games. Two, like ah, we did it again. Like whoops. <laughs> three, like figure shit. Like this, no, come on. Yeah, yeah. Get figure out. shit out. Get out. Just like we're done here. Let's wrap things up. That's yeah, that's I, my that's my stance on it. Like, 
it's funny the first couple times. Like second, like I don't know. It's yeah. I'd say I'd say three is steep. Three is steep. I'd, I'd say two. I think two is, I think two is good. Is I think after two, the whole thing just becomes arbitrary and like it kind of loses its its whole like thing. Like yeah, literally. Awkward yeah. silence. When yeah. You're doing it. I mean, yeah. I think uh, I think the only way you could pull off three is if you just like don't look at the guy for two of them. If it's kind of just like a, a no eye contact, just like boom, throw the hands out. Like I, I don't even know. You'd probably <laughs> you probably miss first of all. You but like you gotta look yeah. at the elbow. Yeah, That's you great. can't. Good high five. You can't like you can't do more than two for me if you're looking like yeah. directly the guy in the eye. Like it just gets so weird. Yeah, it's weird. Me and OC are making eye contact right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> So I think we're all unanimous on two. I think two is the max. For two, that. well, two. definitely not over. Nothing over three. Nothing over three. Okay. So if you guys have different opinions on that, if you guys say more, if you're, I don't know what you're into, we don't, we don't discriminate. Um, send us, your, send us your answers on uh, lads in lawn chairs. That's lads in lawn chairs on Instagram and lads and lawn chairs on Twitter. Um, yeah, boys, but. I guess that's a wrap for episode one. How you feeling? Yeah, feeling, yeah. feeling great. great. Yeah, it's been a blast. I think the only, yeah, it's only been thing, pretty good, yeah. only thing we could say is uh, that at, like anything you guys have to say for us, like we're open to any type of criticism on on any of the segments, any of the topics. Like we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about, and like yeah, so it just make the podcast better for everyone if you guys gave us uh, some feedback. For sure. Yeah, obviously we're yeah. Uh, we're all really new to this. Um, this did, wasn't even like a serious thing. Like the boys just got together on PS4 or something and said like, like let, we were having a conversation and, and we we're just like, oh, we should record this. So um, it just kind of went from an idea and like one of us just finally said, that, all right, like let's make this happen and, and got some boys behind it and Lodge and Launchers was born. So like it's just a good summer hobby. Like obviously we're really excited to get this going and we appreciate all the support we've received. Um, but bear with, uh, bear with us. This is our first ever episode and and it's going to take some while to adjust but uh yeah we're more than happy as oc said to hear your suggestions and uh we're not only going to talk about sports we're going to talk about just life things we'll have episodes where we talk about like only sports somewhere we talk about only like the government crisis in malaysia um (laughs) and uh the government censorship crisis in malaysia my bad and yeah, we're just really excited to, to get the show on the road here. And we uh, really appreciate you tuning in to listen to us. Yeah, I mean, this has been an absolute blast. Obviously, we're learning on the fly here. So we love your suggestions, recommendations. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube uh, when we start putting out some video content. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we just love your participation in our Ask the Lad segment. I mean, we obviously can't do ask the lads if you don't ask the lads anything so that's pretty pretty important part of the segment so but any questions you have are are always welcome so all right boys cheers let's have a great week peace